Alright, it's time for the week CTGD Radio. This is episode 737 for March 13th, 2023. And on the show this week, we got Anthony. Yeah, I'm here. We got Turds. Uh, I'm here too. Oh, I am here too. Did you forget to unmute? My, I did, actually. I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, I'm here too. And we got the Wobber. It's going to take you another 700 episodes to say ZTGD Radio cleanly. I know, right? Without <laughs> almost stumbling and saying the other thing. How, how many episodes did it, was it before it changed in the beginning? Probably not more than 50. 50? I don't think it was 50. I thought it was like 20. I don't remember how long we were doing it before... I can actually find partner. that information because I think there's a page laying around out there that like has all the old episodes on it, but I stopped updating it. Ah. Uh, yep. I found it. Hold on, let me scroll down. Like nope. a Wiki- you got a Wikipedia page? No, there's no Wikipedia. I told people to make a Wikipedia page and they never did it. Oh, dude, it wasn't even 20. Episode 20 was the first episode of N4G Radio. Wow. There okay. were 19 episodes of ZTGD podcast. It wasn't even radio, it was a podcast. Right. And then it changed. I'll tell you what the worst part about the name change is. It's like when I go to name files and images for the show, I still put that sometimes and I'll realize yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> like the link was broken for the show like two weeks ago and everybody's like, why didn't the show work? And I was like, I don't know the files there. Oh, it's named the oh, wrong thing. Oh, you named it wrong. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, this is ETGD Radio. I don't know what that other show is. It's whatever. Some bullshit we did for 700 episodes. <laughs> 700 and like 10 episodes. <laughs> Just some some bullshit. Some bullshit. Uh, but we're here to talk about video games. I'm going to kick it off with Anthony. What's up? Uh, Fist of the North Star, Overwatch, uh, Clive and Wrench, moving on. Oh, come on. Ow. You're not, you're not going to talk about our fun endeavor we did? After everybody left the other night? Oh, yeah, so uh, I, I should also mention Romancelvania is only for Series X and S. Oh, oh is it? shit, dude. My bad. I didn't know that. Me neither. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that either. I sent him a code because I got one in my... I didn't know that either, actually. Yeah, in my indie games, I got another code, so I gave it to Anthony because I knew he was interested. But he can't play it. Yeah, um, yeah uh, after, after Terrence left... Um, uh, Ken and I purposely just started throwing in Overwatch. <laughs> pick a bad it, character. Pick it, a character you're bad with. That's it, in quick play, mind you. We were we were doing it as mm. a cop. We basically pick our worst character and play until we got an alt, and then swap. And we almost won a nice. game where they had a very sweaty Doomfist. Yeah, they had to. We we had that point right at the end. I threw a bob out. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good time. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Sometimes when you get a little mad, do that, and it's kind of fun. Yep. All right. Well, Terrence, why don't, that, you, why don't you talk about video games? Since Anthony don't don't have no video games to talk about. Okay. Uh, well, I'll we'll, I'll talk about Romantovania. Um, 
so this <laughs> this game is wild. So <clears throat> it's a if you can't tell from the name, it's a you know Metroidvania game. Um, but the the premise of it is not going to slay you know Dracula or going to kill you know Mother Brain and stop the Metroids. It is to find Dracula love is what you're trying to do. So basically so, you want to be Dracula and slay. Exact there you go. That's exactly what you that's exactly it. And so the game lets you pick your Drac at the beginning, right? You could pick a male or a female one. Um and it has a crazy cast of characters as far as uh and I haven't even met them all yet. Because uh, you have to find them, and this is part of the problems of the game, which I'll go into in a second. Um, you have to find them in the castle, throughout Dracula's castle and stuff. Uh, so, I, the ones I've met so far is Brocifer, who is uh, the devil, and he just walks around with his dick out. Uh, I don't know, I guess because he's the devil, he's like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna have my dick out. But <laughs> what he does. Uh, so it's, yeah, so, he... Wow. So as, he's, as he's walking around, it's like, you know, blurred out, like the, you know, the little pixelated thing you do for, for new video stuff. Like, that's him. Every scene he's in, he's just... Is it, is it censored, or mic. is it just like... No, it's censored. You can't oh, okay. see the censored. I was gonna so say... It's like pixelated. Yeah, no, it's censored. So it's, it has a little censored, but you just know. Like, you're like, okay. Like, I mean, you could see, like, that's that's a dick. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> you could see... Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking watchman all over again. That's how, that's how he walks around. Um... And, uh, it's, it, it, I don't know. It's, it's funny. So it's, so you're trying to find him love and, and you don't have to, and the game tells you, you know, you don't have to, and I guess that's being, you know, uh, sensitive or fair to, to those people that are not heterosexual. So, I mean, you can go after, um, you know, Brocifer if you want to woo him and you're the, the guy Drac, which is cool. Um, but it also tells you like you don't have to necessarily be romantically attached to them. You could just become friends with them, and there's benefits uh, in the combat and different stuff that you get uh, by befriending some of them. Um, uh, the other one that I met was the genie. Uh, I can't remember her name right now, um, but she like has like a a half cut t shirt on and is very. Um, I've very, seen the artwork uh, for this game, so yeah, I know where you're going. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's I, and 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 her personality is very. I, I was I was going to say white girlish, but that just sounds kind of. But you know, if I say that, you know what I mean. Like the, the kind of like snobby like girl, like you know, like she's yeah. Got a, she's got so, an inflection. Um, yeah. 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 Um, I would like that um, edited out. Uh, I clipped. Nope. Thank you. Uh, look, I, I, I give you one one per episode. I give you one one thing per episode you can clip out for me. But anyway, so the, the <laughs> that comedy... That one isn't even... That, hold on, just be clear. That one isn't even because you said something funny. I, I legitimately can listen to that and laugh again. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but no, so, so the, the writing of this game is really good. Like, the the banter and the comedy and stuff is, is a lot of fun. Uh, the combat is... It's okay... Uh, I wouldn't play this if you're like, oh man, I just love Symphony of the Night, and this looks like a funny Symphony of the Night, and I love the combat. No, it's not going to be like Symphony of the Night. Um, it's very basic. Um, like that white the, girl. The, like that. Exa- yeah, exactly, exactly. Like that white girl. Um, 
but so the problems with the game is first of all, there's like no map. Like I have received no map yet, so I have make to it, mentally it, remember. How, how do you make a Metroidvania without like the square maps? Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I'm over here trying to remember where all the stuff is because it's it's huge. Like so, it's you know Dracula's castle. The only um, game and, that I can think of that's a Metroidvania that doesn't give you a map and there's a purposeful reason is uh, Hollow Knight because it's something you had to like equip. Uh, it, sorry, is it that or is it doesn't tell you where you are on the map? One of the two. I think it has a map, but I don't but it, think you, it tells you. Can't you. See yeah. where you are, yeah, something like that. It, I thought that was an interesting concept, but otherwise, yeah, Metroidvania's without a map is a bad time. Yeah, I I don't know if I, if it's supposed to come later, but at this point, I'm frustrated <laughs> because, like I said, you have to you have to unlock the cast, like you have to meet the cast, so you have to run around the the castle and and, and figure out where everybody is at, and then. Um, of course, you run into those Metroid issues where, oh, I can't get through here because I need a blue something or I need this ability to phase through or I need, you know what I mean? So then you have to figure out where to go back to get that. And it, I don't know, that's in a Metroidvania game, like you said, with no map, it's, it's very frustrating. Um, but it's funny. I mean, I haven't met the uh, the big titted pumpkin yet. Um, I don't know where she's at. If you've seen the marketing for this game, they push her quite a bit. Um, but I have not run into her. Um, but yeah, so the game is wild. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know if I would. <laughs> She's literally the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> I didn't think about that. You're right. Charlie, Charlie Brown. Brown. It's funny. I was watching. Charlie Brown's freaky. I was watching Smiling Friends, and they had a Charlie Brown. That was that was a wild episode. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I'll, I'm gonna write the review on that, and I'll get it, you know, I'll get it out, get it out here in a little bit. So it's not it's not horrible, but yeah, I'm running into some frustrations early on, and that's not. I played like ten minutes of it, and I don't know why Anthony that it's only Series X and S. Like, it, it, there's nothing yeah, about me this either. Game. Yeah, that's that's I yeah. that, I was surprised for that reason seeing the trailers. So is this on Switch? I thought it was. Give me a second. I will let you know. If it's on Switch, there's no excuse why it shouldn't run on Series X or uh, Xbox One and PS4. Xbox, yeah. No, it's not not on Switch. I don't... There's nothing in this game that would make it... Like, I've seen much, much heavier games running on Switch than this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't... That is so weird that it is only next-gen. It's saying Switch, but that, when I just searched, it did not come up. Yeah, like right now it says, buy now on Steam, Xbox, PlayStation, or Epic. Why is it not? Maybe it's coming later for the Switch. That's the, yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it's not. Yeah, no, it says. It ain't high so fidelity it says, enough. It says optimized for Series X and S, but then it's. Must be the devil's junk. That's what it is. The Switch can't handle. <laughs> I don't know. It's saying, can't handle Brosifer. But now it's saying you can install to my Xbox. What the fuck is going on from the website, uh, Xbox website? I don't get it. I don't get it. But it's only PS5 on. It's only for PS5, so maybe. According maybe to the listing I'm looking at, it says it's only PS5, Series X, S, and PC. Huh. I don't understand why. 
Um, I'm not. I'm not trying to. Shit on. I think it's like a team of two people, and optimization is always a hard aspect sure. to go for, especially with that many consoles. So I that could literally just be it. I mean, right? they could have just and, made an app for the PS4 slash Xbox One and then upgraded it to the new ones because they they run the same apps. That's just weird. It, but what I'm saying is, like, you don't have to optimize on the. I'm not talking like the final optimization. I'm talking about like just having all these assets. You have to do a lot of trickery, right? Like to to have like an open world game on like PS3. Like basically, it was only rendering what the character was looking at. Sometimes, like a prototype works that way. There's a lot of tricks to like load and basically deload all that stuff. So if you're an indie developer. You with a more computing power, you might be able to avoid that. I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm not trying to get on them for not having an on the previous gen version. That's all. It's just weird because it sucks, but like at the same game. time, yeah, it's like a small. I game. tell you what, you why is it not on Switch or old consoles that have like huge install base? It's weird. I don't know. It is, but you know what? You know what you can get on them for is because you ain't got no damn map in the beginning of the game. Yeah, that's like. Bro, you pushing um, pushing a Vania game and you ain't got no map. Get the fuck out. Right, like I'm an old man now. I can't hardly remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. That's you want right. to remember seventy five rooms in this game? Dude, like, if I if I, I, if, I, if, I sw- if I don't play a game for like a week, you might as well give me a new tutorial. Bruh, you ain't <laughs> so lying. To be, to be fair, it's a Vania game, but they blurred out the vainiest part. Yeah, the Snickers <laughs> bar or whatever. <laughs> Oh, Brosifer. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. All right. Enough about that. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to review for it. Um, all right. So, I played some, I played a bunch of, bunch of stuff here, actually. Now that I'm, now I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm going to tell you one thing I played that uh, I don't remember who brought it up in the Discord. And y'all was like, hey, this is on sale. And I was asleep when y'all was talking about it. And, and everybody was like, nah, I ain't getting that because this game is terrible. And I woke up. I was like, I mean, I cop. And that's that Operation Raccoon City. Only one person said it was terrible, and that was Jay. Oh, was oh, I thought I thought I thought like Anthony said it was bad too. Maybe not. No, I said I. It's definitely not the type of game I'm interested in. Oh, got you. Okay. All right. Nah, um, me and Drew well, both love that game. I do too. It very much is the kind of game that I am interested in, and I don't know why they haven't made a different one or or I take an upgrade of this one. Um, so it's from Umbrella's perspective. I'm just gonna give you a quick elevator pitch for it. Uh, cause this is an old game. So this came out on 316 with 2012 or something like that. Um, so from Umbrella's perspective in, uh, uh, in between, or I think it, Resident Evil 2 and 3. Yes. So you're playing like the cleanup team coming in to clean up, uh, you know, William Birkin's mess and, you know, uh, erase Umbrella's, um, involvement in the Raccoon City incident and stuff. So, you know, you're fighting the zombies and stuff and you, I guess you, I haven't come across them yet. Actually, I did because I fought the uh, the nemesis. So you come across the um, some of the heroes like Jill and then like Jill was the one I came across from Resident Evil 3. Um, but I guess like Leon and Claire and I guess all of them are in there in some capacity. But it's it's more like a, a team like shooter than a than the typical Resident Evil game. Um, so there's different classes. 
um, as you play, you get an XP, which you can unlock different weapons and you have uh, different abilities for each of the classes. Um, I don't know. I, I dig it. Like, I like it. I'm mad that I didn't play it back in the day because, damn, I'd have been on there with y'all because it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. And surprisingly, a lot of people play this game. And it might be just because it's on sale for three ninety nine, so a bunch of people picked it up. But, like, I've just kind of been dropping in random uh quick matches with people and i find a match within like two minutes like i'm dropped in somebody's game so like it's it's still people out here playing it so that's you know that's what's up i love that game back in the day drew and dave and i played through that entire thing and the dlc and loved it so is the dlc do you have other characters is that a different separate separate set of characters Okay, because I, I must have, so I guess I don't even have to own the DLC to play it, because I don't own it, but, like, I was dropped in a mission with, like, it was different characters, like, they weren't, like, wearing all black, they were wearing, like, army colors or something like that. Yeah, I think the, um, the DLC is, like, Raccoon City Survivors happening at the same time, if I remember correctly. Okay, okay. Yeah, I can't remember what the objective was right now, but yeah, it was. Anyway, I I like it, and for three ninety nine, shit, and it got uh frames uh frame boost, so it's yeah. running at sixty frames per second. Xbox it, it does have some jank. backwards compatibility, man. God damn. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Um, it does have some jank, so I can see back in the day why people probably was pissed off because it it's a little janky. Um. Like, you know, some hit detection stuff is questionable and different things. But once you go into the settings and kind of turn off all the sticky aim and stuff they have on there, it makes it a better shooter. Um, Man, you don't uh, know what it was like playing that game at like 500p at at like 25 frames a second. You don't know the struggle bus. Listen, I I can imagine. Oh, man, I can I can imagine. We didn't know no better. no, you didn't. Not back then. But the one thing I do dislike about it is I hate those games, and I'm glad they've kind of gotten away from that, where they they have the cover-based system, but there's no cover button. You have to, like, run into the wall, into cover to go into it. Because oh, sometimes no. it works, and sometimes it doesn't. Harris, let me tell you about uh, a glorious game that's, that's brand new. Uh, it's called Wanted Dead. Oh. <laughs> oh, they did. Oh, what's that about? You know the cover-based mechanic that you just run Fuck up to the game. wall and then the cover disappears. <laughs> okay, so that's that game sucks. They just put that. They took that to a different level. You know, I don't. I don't. I lord. Um. Okay, I'm waxing poetic about this old ass game. Okay. Anyways, uh, some new stuff. I played Metro. I played Metroid Prime remastered. Mm-hmm. I put a little time into that. So so good. So good. Like this is my first time actually playing that game for real. Um and just I, I don't know. The I played it like the uh, opening bit back in the day on the on the GameCube, but seeing like the graphics and and all that stuff that they've upgraded in this like man. How they, many yeah, times do you talk about a thing. Switch game and go god damn them graphics? Uh, right? And I and I find myself saying that, like going into like a new area and seeing something like, God damn, look at this. Yeah. I mean it's a switch game. Like It's a oh, GameCube game, man. Come on. Yeah, that's yeah, that is what that is. Like it's it's impressive. Um but keeping with the Switch theme, I also uh I picked up Splatoon three, uh finally, and that game is just 
man, that's a lot of fun. I don't. I know you. You know, dig Splatoon. I know uh, Ryan plays it, man. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's um, great. I haven't messed with the story bits. I'm going to this time because I with two, I I kind of dabbled with it, but I did most of the stuff with just multiplayer. But I'm going to actually play out the story, the single player stuff in this one. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the little improvements and stuff that they've made is 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 definitely welcome. Like I, yeah, I'm all about that series. Stop playing. I played Overwatch, which all I mean, we, this is the usual suspects. Um, played some Fortnite because the new season started, and I'm probably missing something, but yeah, that's it. I move on. For real? I, am I missing something? What did am I you missing? Not, did you not play the demo? I don't. Oh yeah! Oh oh, I figured uh, other you know other people's gonna talk about that, but yeah, the Resident Evil the four demo, yeah yeah, I played that. I played that. Um, actually, that so that sold me on because uh, you know what? Because I played through it once and I got killed by the by the chainsaw dude, and I was like, man, I ain't even go back into it. I was like, I'm gonna buy it. I'm not even gonna play this no more. I'm good. I'm sold. They got me. And this comes from because I have bought that game. Every system, which I realized because you sent something in the chat uh, yesterday that it's on sale on the Wii U store or something mm-hmm. for the last yeah, the time Wii, or whatever. the Wii U I, shop, shop's closed until, like, every game is, like, $3 or something. Okay. I I looked at that and I almost kind of told y'all, which I'm telling you now, like, that's the only system I guess I don't own Resident Evil 4 on. So I, I guess I'd have to buy that. But I own it on everything else. And even VR, like on Quest, and that was—I said that was the last time I was going to buy it because it's—it's incredible in VR. Oh my god! Um, but playing that demo because I saw the videos and stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, it looked good," but damn, I'm—I done played this story so many times. Cool. Oh boy! Oh, that demo is so good. You can't—you can't buy it on Xbox though because it runs three frames per second slower than the PS5. I didn't know. Try it. Well, damn it! I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, that All was right. a, that you was the internet story this week. Is like Xbox guys are canceling their pre-orders because it doesn't run as good as it does on PS5. I'm like, and I look at the video, and it's like one's running a 57 and one's running a 60, and I'm like, yo, yo, get the fuck out of here, man! Like, I, I digital foundry. I I'm not even going to go into a rant. I just I. There, there is so many pluses to the stuff that they put out and that they reveal and show people because I know that people are interested in that. But man, the the stuff that ignites the stupidity in some of these folks. Three frames, I'm canceling it. I no fuck this. It game. should Three it frames. should not run better on the PlayStation. It should run better on the Xbox because of tools. <laughs> what? Right. Shut up. Shut right. I'm gonna be on my Xbox, killing me some. Uh, I can't remember what they're called. Guados? I don't remember what they're called them for. They're not zombies. I know that. Lost Plagas. Yeah, the Lost Plagas. Lost Plagas. There it is. Yeah, I, that's where I'm going to be. Like, it, fucking, it's... You oh, shoot man. them in, like, some tentacles sprout, and it's fucking crazy. Yes! Oh, my God. It's so good. Like, I... Oh, Leon's Roundhouse? Oh, my God. Like, I got super hyped the first time I did it and knocked down, like, four zombies. And my daughter is like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, you don't understand! Leon's brown. That's an iconic kick right there. That's right. Leon got that roundhouse, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. I Yeah. It's, I'm I'm on it. 
I'm, I'm, I pre-ordered it. Like I'm, I wasn't, I wasn't going to, cause I, I was going to stand fast, but that demo sold me. Like I didn't I, even need good. to finish the demo. Like I played it up to the point where you jump out the window of the house. I'm like, all right, I'm good. I don't want to see no more. Jesus. And that, you know what? That was the first, cause I was walking through there and I'm like, damn, I don't remember this dude's house being this big and having all these rooms and stuff for this seat. Like that, that was kind of nice. So it's not going to be, and I knew they were going to make some changes. Um, so it's kind of nice that it won't be, you know, we won't have, you know, be expecting the same stuff because I've even played that game so many times. Lord. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I'm pumped for this game. I can't wait. And it's only a week and a half away. Oh, my God. Is it? Oh, my God, it is. Yep. It's There's the 24th. So, so many games. Yep. So many games. Mm, Deceive Inc. I played the beta for that because that comes out on the 23rd and I want to play that. Um. I like that. That was that was fun. So it's it's uh so it's a spy real quick and then we'll move on to somebody else because I'm talking a long time. Um so it's a spy based game and the objective is you have to get the hack these vaults and make it out with uh you know some dossier, whatever, some briefcase. So the thing is, is when there's there's different agents that have different abilities, um you know, the the one might be able, the one black chick that I had bought, she can uh, investigate. So if she comes across like drawers that are open and stuff that somebody else is using, she can <laughs> investigate open it. Draws. And she... Yeah, them open draws, man. Open it draws. <laughs> but anyway, she can investigate <laughs> three things and like it'll, it'll track or flash where the person is on the map. And so you can take them out. But the, the whole thing about this game is being stealthy. So everybody, when they spawn in, you have a cover system, which a hollow emitter, basically, and you're disguised as a civilian. So you can, as you walk around, um, the game, like, you know, you can go forward, but be looking all around you. Uh, but the game will still have your little hologram walking forward. So it doesn't give it away that you, you know, you, you could be a spy that's actually looking around. Like everybody will just see your hologram moving forward, but there's different, um, doors you have to go into. So there's different like colored guards. Like the guard room is blue. The service people are green and you have to hack in these rooms to find the hidden vaults. Three of them have to be hacked, which will then open the way to um to to get the uh the final dossier to, which will enable the extraction thing. So it's kind of like Dead by Daylight, but there's a lot of other mechanics and like the whole like '60s spy themed kind of thing makes it I don't know kind of fun. It's on like I said, it's on open beta I think for the rest of the weekend. So I mean, you know, you should check it out. It costs nothing but time. That's it. all I got. It? Yes, that's it. I'm done. All right, we'll move on to the one. Bye. All right. So we'll hit some uh, some quick hits here first before I get into the big one. So um, I played some NBA 2K23 as usual because I just kind of play that all the time. Um, I started Dragon Quest VI, um, but I'm only... I don't know, probably an hour and a half, maybe two hours into that. So not early enough yet to really talk too much about other than to say it's Dragon Quest. Um, it plays and looks very similar to um, 4 and 5. Um, but I'm looking forward to uh, going into that. Story on that is um, intriguing, I'll say, so far, even though I'm, I'm super early in. So excited to invest a little bit more time in that one. 
Um, and then let me think for a second if I played anything else. I didn't play any more Woe Long, Long this week, although at some point I would like to go back to it. Um, yeah, I think that's it. So the big thing that I played is WWE 2K23. We're allowed to talk about that, right? I am. Um, there's some things I'm not allowed to talk about. Okay, so you read the stuff uh, I didn't read. Cool, good, good. I did, yes. <laughs> there's So there's some stuff I'm allowed to talk about, and there's some <clears throat> stuff that I am not allowed to talk about. Um, the stuff that I'm not allowed to talk about is stuff that I would not talk about anyway. Um, but it's, yes, embargo coverage shall not be distributed prior to Monday at 7 a.m. Eastern. So as long as you put the show up after 7 a.m. tomorrow, we're good. Okay. I'll make sure not to upload it tonight and get us all in trouble. Yes, please don't. Um, so WWE 2K23 um, is actually pretty good. Um, I haven't had any uh, of the like super glitches that you usually get, uh, which is great, but also a little sad. Um, I'll miss the, the air walking and so forth. Um, but, um, it plays very similar to last year's game, um, without the glitches. So, and that's a good thing because last year's game played pretty well. Um, and so just to give everybody sort of the rundown, you've got a light attack and a heavy attack, um, and you've got a grapple, and then you use the light attack and the heavy attack and a direction within the grapple to do different moves. Um, defense is big, uh, and actually even bigger this year, it feels, than last year. Um, so you've got a couple different uh, defensive options. You can block, you can reverse, or you can dodge. Uh, the dodge isn't super handy, um, but the, the the block and the reverse, obviously, are critically important. Um, so just to hit the highlights, um, the AI still not the best. Um, you don't have wrestlers really getting stuck on stuff anymore, which is good, but you still have some of the goofiness with the refs where, um, you go to pin somebody and the ref runs around in a circle the opposite way to get in position to count the pin. Um, you still run into the ref every now and then when you're trying to get a move done and you kind of clip through them. So it, it does still have some clipping issues, both with the ropes and with some of the other wrestlers. Um, nothing game-breaking, but it's there. Um, the AI is still very reverse-happy. Um, so the AI in the game, especially with higher... Uh, attribute wrestlers, so your guys like John Cena and Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar and the guys at the top of the card um, take a lot of damage and are very reverse heavy um, and very aggressive. So they're they're constantly on the attack. Um, so you've got to reverse their moves or do a, a combo breaker. It does have combos again, by the way. I should have mentioned that. Um, so you got to you got to reverse their move or do a combo breaker to get out of it to, to be able to get on the offense yourself. It doesn't pay as much for you to be as aggressive as they are because they reverse so much. Um, 
so that I'm not a super huge fan of. The good news is, uh, yeah, Anthony posted the spinning around referee uh, thumbs up. None of that this year, uh, at least not that I've seen yet. Um, but uh, the good news is there are sliders for almost all of this stuff. Uh, but I have not even started to get into moving those sliders around to see how it affects the gameplay. Um, but there are sliders for just about every um, category of reversal. So if you want only finishers to be reversed less or signature moves, you can change that. If you want, you know, uh, aerial attacks, for example, to be reversed less, you can you can reduce that slider or increase that slider if you want them to get reversed more, although I don't know why you'd want to. Um, there are sliders for damage. There's sliders for just about everything. Um, what I'll say, though, is if the game is as customizable in terms of AI as it seems to be, I don't know why it's not better out of the box. Um, maybe they think that it's on ideal settings at default, but I can almost guarantee you that three days after launch, some random player is going to upload a set of sliders that's 100% better than what 2K's got in there as default, which is... Uh, it's kind of backwards. Uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of this uh, new fangled um, approach to game development where it's like, we're going to put out sliders to control everything so that you guys can fix it for us um, when we launch it, and it's not great. Um, outside of that, uh, so in in ring, the game plays very, very well. Uh, the nice thing that they've done over the last couple of years is they've made it much easier to do cool-looking things. Um, so, for example, um, Rob Van Dam. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Rob Van Dam, uh, but he used to have a move where he would pick the person up and do like a front suplex over the barricade, so where they would land on the barricade on their stomach. And then he would go up on the apron of the ring and do a sort of jumping, spinning uh, leg drop from the apron all the way to the barricade on the, on the person. And in the past, in wrestling games, you would have had to do a move to set him up on the barricade and then run over to the apron, get in the right spot, and do a move off the apron to be able to do that. In this, it's easy. You just put the, cut, put the person up against the uh, barricade, and hit the B button. And he does the front suplex, puts him there, walks himself over to the apron, climbs up and does the move by himself. So there's a lot of additions like that where they've made it much, much easier than it was in the past games to do some pretty cool looking stuff. So that I appreciate for sure. Um, in terms of modes, it's all the same stuff you would normally expect. Um, you've got your, you know, your generic play mode where you can just pick whoever you want to fight whoever you want and whatever match type you want, whatever arena you want. Uh, and you can, you know, make, make it for a title if you want or not for a title if you want. Then you've got um, the GM mode, which is, um, you know, just kind of like last year, you take control, you pick a GM and then you take control of a brand and your job is to get better ratings than the other brand. So you have to, you know, book matches and, Decide who's going to be in rivalries against each other and, you know, who's going to who's going to win and who's going to lose and all that stuff and try to build up the best ratings that you can. Um, 
universe mode. There's two pieces to that. So universe mode, just so everybody knows, is basically their um, infinite season. Uh, it basically follows the brand calendar. So if you're a if you're a Raw wrestler, it follows the Raw calendar. If you're a SmackDown wrestler, it follows the SmackDown wrestler or calendar. NXT, the same thing. Um, and there's two ways to play it. You can either do the full sandbox where you can control or play everything, uh, every match on every card if you want. Uh, or there's a mode where you can follow a specific wrestler, um, which I think is the better mode. Um, and you just kind of follow them through their calendar. Every four weeks or something like that, you get six weeks maybe, you get an opportunity to um, make a request, basically. So if you're if you have got your person into a number one contender's spot, you can request the title match um, and it'll you know happen on the next show. Um, so, you know, stuff like that, but it, it's really, it's basically, like I said, it's a, it's an infinite season of, you know, whatever brand that you decide you want to follow. You can make your person switch brands if you want them to, uh, switch divisions and all that stuff. So, um, that mode is pretty cool and definitely where most people will probably end up spending a lot of time. There is a career mode, My Rise. Um, I haven't even started that yet, so I can't comment on that yet. But I'll, I'll put some time into that before I have to put a review together. Um, the, so the mode that I spent the most time with, and I finished it actually yesterday, is the Showcase mode. And so Showcase, uh, just so everybody who didn't play the last couple of years is aware, is basically, it's almost like a documentary uh, and usually they pick one wrestler and they you play uh, important matches through that wrestler's career. And that wrestler does, you know, an intro video at the beginning and they do an intro video for each of the matches you play and kind of talk about why the match was important in their career and what it meant to them and what their mindset was going into it. The problem is it's all kayfabe. So it's they're pretending everything's real still um, in these documentary clips so it's a little lame uh from that standpoint but this year's showcase is john cena and so uh you get john cena uh introducing the mode and then introducing all the matches that are in the mode and it's pretty long there are probably 10 or 15 different matches that you have to play um and the neat twist to this year's mode is usually Whoever the mode is based around is the wrestler that you're controlling. So last year was Rey Mysterio, for example. And so you control Rey Mysterio in these big high-profile matches. For the John Cena one, he explains early on that he wanted to put the spotlight on uh, the people he worked against over his career. And so the way the mode is structured is you actually control John Cena's opponent in major losses in John Cena's career. And so... Um, Rob Van Dam, for example, The Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, Batista, um, all of these, Roman Reigns, all of these guys who beat John Cena over the years. You take control of them, and John Cena tries to beat you to get his win back, basically. Um, and uh, it's actually a really cool mode. Um, the intro stuff and the background is cool. The coolest thing about it, and they introduced this last year, is they have this um, thing, they call it slingshot, but basically it switches back and forth at various points in the match between you playing it and controlling it. 
you'll do you know an, an objective, a match objective, and it'll switch to the the um, like a cutscene basically, and then a couple seconds into the cutscene, it'll transition into live action footage of the actual match. So, and the transition is very seamless. Like you'll see the CG characters pick up um, uh, another wrestler and it'll transition seamlessly into the live action where that person's already up in the air, getting ready to take the move. Um, and then you'll watch live action for a little bit. It'll transition back to a cutscene, and then it'll transition back to gameplay. So, um, it's once again, sort of a highlight mode, I think of the game. And, um, I think it's, it's probably the coolest, uh, uh, single player mode that the game has to offer, um, and it's not it's not super short either. It's probably six hours long or so, um, so it's definitely a good time. But you know, I've still got a lot to do in the game uh, before I'm ready to put words on paper. But it's um, it's definitely so far I think better than last year's, and last year's was much better than the year before. So. Uh, I'm encouraged by the progress, and uh, I'm I'm glad that it plays as well as it does. Um. Okay that that all sounds exciting, uh, and I haven't cared about. We've talked about another thing. I haven't. I've been out of wrestling for a bit, um, but some of the stuff that I've seen, I think, it more lends to the. I think the AEW is the brand. Yep. Is that right. Okay. Yeah, I think that sure. their stuff is yeah, um, but. I, my question for for this game is: uh, Is Stone Cold in the game? He is. Yeah. Now he's not unlocked. Um, okay. God damn it. So the there are um, you basically you earn points uh, in the game by doing different things that you can use to unlock some of the legends. There is a um, a uh, version of the game you can buy that has everything unlocked for you. Um, but if you don't have that version, you have to unlock them by earning points, but you get to choose which wrestler you want to unlock first using the points. So you could unlock Stone Cold at the beginning if you wanted to. Okay. Um, That's cool. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And it, it's, and he plays well too. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, okay. that's basically it. I'll have a. I'll have a review ready soon, but uh, definitely, definitely much better than 2020 and uh, even better than last year's, which was already pretty good. All right. Anything else? Nope. That's it. All right. I'll wrap this up. So we'll start with the things I couldn't talk about last week, uh, which was Fatal Frame, Mask of the Lunar Eclipse, and uh, the Outer Worlds Spacer's Choice Edition. I've heard it's very much in brand of with the spacer's choice. Oh, uh, this is the spacer's choice. Yes. Um, so I like what a what a what a absolute fa- failure of marketing. Yeah. So, uh... man. Um, if you play for the... anybody that doesn't know, I should explain spacer's choice. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Spacer's choice in the game is it this big company whose guns misfire. Because they are make their shit cheap. So the whole joke is like, yeah, everything's made by Spacer's Choice. And all these people work for Spacer's Choice and are essentially company property. 
but Spacer's Choice sucks, and their equipment sucks. They only are around because they just have the most money. Which kind of brings work. us, yeah. Which kind of brings us to this game because you may be asking yourself, like, Microsoft owns Obsidian. This is an Obsidian game, but the original Outer Worlds publishing rights are owned by Private Division, which is a division of 2K. And they put this out. It's sixty dollars, and the only way you can upgrade to it is if you owned the original game and both DLCs, and then you can pay ten dollars. Now, if you own I've this, I've heard this. I don't know this for sure. If you own the disc and both DLCs, you still can't upgrade. You need to own the digital version and both digital DLCs. Then you can upgrade. Otherwise, you just have to buy the whole thing over. It's not on Game Pass. So Microsoft couldn't get the rights to that because, obviously, Private Division wants to make money. Um, Private, Private Division is part of 2K, isn't it? Yeah, that's why I said. It's a division of oh, 2K. Okay. Um, and while there are things I like, I definitely like the fact that it loads almost instantly, which, if you played the original, takes forever to load into the game. Uh, takes forever to load in, like when you go into a city. Um, this one loads almost instantly. Uh, the new visual effects are cool. I, I do like the changes they've made. What the hell happened to the frame rate? Like, sometimes it'll be nice and smooth, and then it'll just hitch, and hitch, and hitch, and you're like, this is a three-year-old game? Almost four year four years old at this? Because it came out in 2019, I think. Um, this is almost four year old game and you can't get it to run at a consistent frame rate anywhere, uh, which is just weird. So like all of those problems combined with the fact that you can't just buy an upgrade if you own the disc or if you don't own the DLC, like this, it's like Anthony said, it's just bad. It, it's very reminiscent. It's almost like a meta joke that probably wasn't intentional. Yeah, well, I've heard the PC version's not great. Yeah, I, the Xbox version like, is, is not great either. So, Like, new bugs. <sighs> like, as much as I shit on um, Bethesda for still having bugs in their game, at this point, they're pretty minimal. Like, because they haven't released a game in a while. Um, and I'm talking about Bethesda-made games, because this is clearly... Um, the, uh, the take on that from a studio that's worked with Bethesda. Yep. Um, and, like, buying the, um, God, what's it called? Uh, Game of the Year edition for Oblivion gave you a better experience than Oblivion, you know, brand new. Same with Skyrim. Um, it, it's just, it's like, how do you do the Game of the Year, ver- like, edition without fucking making the game better. <laughs> Let's also be fair, and, and I heard this mentioned somewhere, I don't know if it's true, Obsidian didn't do this port. No, I didn't I didn't think so. I, I feel like we would have heard more about Obsidian pushing it. Yes. Obsidian's off working on, obviously, Avowed. So, they didn't do this. This was and, and the second game in Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds 2, yeah. So, this was contracted out by someone at Private Division to a different team. I don't know the team, but... Job not well done. Just saying. 
or job done perfectly. I I, I can't I, tell. I, yeah, it's like, like it, that's, it, that's 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 the thing. Like, I, I, so I I I was excited when this was coming out because I was like, you know what, that's cool that they're you know doing a next gen version. Shitty way of selling it, but I've seen I've seen worse. Um, like there's at least an upgrade path. It's not perfect, but there is an upgrade path. Um, some games are like fuck you, give us more money. Um, Control. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Th- this. <laughs> when I started reading the people who were having PC issues and like they're like, how does this game running worse than the original? Um, I mean, I have to assume that somebody like read the version that they're releasing. Like, oh, so we break this one? <laughs> it's just, I, I don't, I, don't I, 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 there's, there's, there's a level of me that's just like, this is the, the perfect marketing scheme of selling a shitty game and make me. <laughs> If you want to get conspiratorial, like maybe it's because private division doesn't care because they don't own the brand. Yeah, like why? Why do we care if we tarnish the brand when the sequel's coming? You know, from a different publisher. Eh. But anyway, so yeah, that's kind of disappointing. Uh, it it's hard because like it's there are parts of it that are like this is the best version, but then there are other parts of it like how is it this bad three years later? It's just weird. Um. The next game was Fatal Frame Mask of the Lunar Eclipse. Um, good lord, so, those games kind of fell off a cliff after after three. Um, I recommend because I'm not like super familiar. I've played a little bit of the, the original games, but I've never played them fully. Um, didn't even know these games existed. I knew that there was one on Wii U, but yeah, Project I was like, Zero. No, I'm not buying. Yeah, I'm not buying. Well, no, water. the Wii U version wasn't called Project Zero. I don't think. In Japan, wasn't name. it? Wasn't made in the it's, project, it's all Project Zero in Japan. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah, but uh, even when they brought it over to the UK, it was Project Zero, but it was Fatal Frame here, and it was whatever the mask made and whatever. Made the Black Water um, was four, and I, was you, five. You, yes, I could not care less. Um, <laughs> the point was, I was going to make though was that um, Nitro Rad, uh, Canadian YouTuber, does like a lot of horror and platformer games, which is a weird combination. Um, <clears throat> he covered all of the Wii ports, which is what this one was based off of. Uh, they actually remade, I think, one in in on the Wii. Yes, and uh, he broke down. He broke down all these games, and uh, he did not talk fondly after three of any of the games because they don't play the same. They're like these weird, I guess, sort of adventure games with. Moments that kind of remind you of the camera from the previous titles. Yeah, the camera obscura is in every game, but the thing about the Mask of the Lunar Eclipse is it it spans three characters, which you know, Fatal Frame games. Is this all... the one where you have the? Oh God, is this the one where the guy's creeping on them? Oh, uh, so you this play is as the, one the guy where no, this is the one where there are the three teenage girls who were kidnapped on okay. Regetsu Island. And yeah, then, okay. like they go. That was then. That was the fifth game that came out previously, like last year. Made in the Blackwater is the fifth game. Yes. Yeah, and, and that's the one is... where you have you, you're staying. It, you play as people that are staying in the same house or whatever. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And this one is the three teenage girls who were kidnapped to Regetsu Isle, and then they go back after they escape to figure out why. Like, why would you go back? Back. Like, that... Yeah. Call the police. 
Yeah, it doesn't I make mean, any they sense. Ain't even white, they Asian. Like that's my thing. Like, are they Asian <laughs> girls or are they white girls? Well, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not, I haven't played the game. Everybody's but... everybody's Asian, and uh, in okay, I don't think anybody that's. Honestly, I don't think anyone's technically white in in Fatal Frame. Like one thing I will say, in that I enjoyed about the little that I played of the previous series, uh, very Japanese, but like not in the sense of like it's very Japanese, like weird stuff. It's working off of like Japanese folklore yes. as well as Japanese architecture. Like, like the castles you are in, or the places you are in, are like. Uh, old Japanese structures, so they've recreated these sort of like ruins that you don't really see a lot. Uh, the original games, like also because they had the fixed camera angles, you had these really neat shots down mm. like you know broken hallways with your character with a flashlight at the end. Um, yeah. So in this series, one... I need to finish playing the first three of and not play the others. One, two, and three are great. So like the first one is. <clears throat> is really good. The second one's probably the best one, and the third one kind of falls off, but it's still good. Um, um this... but then these these like oh. the reaching for the item. Yeah, does it like... still do that? The the hand sometimes comes out. Yep. Uh, this one does Ugh. that. So you like hold the A button to grab an item, and the reason that they do it is because it was using motion control where you'd reach out and grab it, and sometimes I it would give know you about a that. jump scare. I don't. I don't know about that. I think it was a button press too. I thought it was a motion because, control. Because uh, some of it was, but I think that one wasn't, because I remember Nitrorad talking about that he's like, if you see the hand coming, you just basically stop doing what you're doing, and your hand pulls back, and the ghost hand just kind of misses your hand, then you just reach for the item. And he's like, and you will 100% be able to do that every time, because it's super fucking simple. Oh yeah, it absolutely is simple. Um... Like, it's annoying, and it sucks, and it's a terrible idea. Here's how you avoid having to deal with the stupid shake. Because I think you held the button, and if the ghost grabbed you, that's when you had to shake the controller. <laughs> Fuck, the Wii, the Wii had some really good ideas, and then it was just shit other times. So, Sometimes in the same game. The other part I want to talk about this game is... Holy shit, these girls are in no hurry. So... Your normal walk speed is like a crawl in most games. And there's a run button that's almost insulting. Because their run animation is about the normal walking speed of another character in a video game. They have no sense of urgency in a motherfucking house with ghosts in it. Like, they don't care. It's just... Oh, it's so slow. The turning is terrible. Um... If you get into a fight with more than one ghost, it becomes a chore because the the camera speed of turning the camera when you're in first person is just atrocious. And I'm going to be real honest with you. It's not that scary. Like, I, I wasn't scared much at all. So, do you think that's because the camera angle or do you think that's just because the game is bad? I just think it's because the game is bad. I do, yeah. because, like, the stuff that worked in the first one, there was, st the thing I appreciated about the first Fatal Frame game was, there was stuff that that game would do that really didn't, like, put you in danger, it would just creep you the fuck out. And it did it well. And these new games, it's like, you know when the scare is coming, 
and it doesn't even it doesn't even phase you. You're like, oh, huh. this scene is being set up for this. Yep, it happened. Okay, we're moving on. It's just not good. Sadly. But anyway, uh, both of those reviews, uh, I think Spacer's Choice reviews out, and then Fatal Frame's written. It just hasn't posted yet. So, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend the money on either one. And it sucks because like I've been dying for Fatal Frame to come back, but not like this. Bring me the original trilogy. That's what I want. I think uh, it's because these ones are easier, probably to port. Most likely, but how hard is it to port? Like. The original, like you ain't got to do nothing to it. Ooh, they probably. What I'm saying is, they probably have the assets for these still. Yeah, that's fair because they're relatively like, new. Who, who fucking published the original Fatal Frame? That's the other thing too. That maybe the publisher has some control over the original series. Was Tecmo? Is it Tecmo? Yeah, Tecmo published the original. Uh, okay, all yeah. right. Because hold on, you know why? It's because Tecmo at the time wrote their fucking. Um. It says Tecmo, and then it was like a slash, and then it said 100% games. I remember that. that I'm glad hilarious. they fucking dropped that. We just dropped Terrence. I don't know where he went. Um, I'll go through the indie games real quick, because I want him here when uh, I talk about the big game, the other big game I started playing. Uh, so the indie games, Zombie Derby Pixel Survival. It's one of those games where you're on a, a track, and you're driving, and... The objective is to get from point A to point B, but you got to upgrade your car, and basically you're just running over zombies. It's kind of blah. Uh, Scions of Vega is a first-person adventure game where, like, your sister disappears in the woods, and you've got to go, like, search the woods to find her. It's just like a first-person, just kind of like adventure game. It's fine. Uh, Super Arcade Racing is a top-down um like racing game, like an RC Pro-Am, but not from the angle, just from straight top down. Um, basically, your like brother gets kidnapped, I think. And you have to start getting in these races, and you get a car, and you and basically you do the races to upgrade your car. It's, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> Tiny Troopers, for some reason, had a release this week. And, um, for Xbox? Yeah, it's on Xbox. And like, Hold on, let me see. I want to know who's publishing it still. It's Global Ops is the game. Tiny Troopers No, Global Joint Ops. Ops? No, it's called Global Ops. That's the name of the game. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry, I had to scroll down a little bit more. Yeah. It's because it's a sequel, I guess. Okay. It's, uh... it's still a slow-ass, like, top-down shooter that's just not not a whole lot of fun. Like, Yeah, I don't even know the publisher. Wired, uh, Wired Productions? Wired, I know that company. Developed by Epiphany Games. Yeah, I I don't know why. Tiny Troopers is just funny to me because it it calls the ruckus of the. Were they not? Were they not the um? Oh, I do know Wired. I recognize that logo. Yeah, Wired Productions does a lot of like indie publishing. Uh, Hotel Architect. Uh, Deliver us the moon. Those who remain. <clears throat> Martha is dead. Yeah. Uh, close to the sun. Uh, Vici and Vector, Encore Edition, Grip, Combat Racing, Shaq Fu, Hell yeah. The Legend Reborn. I like that game. I don't care what the world says. V- Victor Vran, The Town of Light. Yeah. Fucking Tiny Troopers. Tiny Troopers. I legitimately fun. thought Tiny Troopers was published by, um... Callus? Nicholas? Oh, Nicholas. Uh, n- uh, yeah, I don't know. 
what else did I play? Uh, Zappling Bygone is 2D side-scroller, kind of. It gives me... Uh, what was the name of that game? Carrion? Like, where you play the villain creature monster. So it gives me those kind of vibes, because, like, you have the skull, and it takes over this, like, four-legged creature thing. It roams around. It's got kind of the same creepy vibe, but it's not nearly as fluid. And it's more a platformer than, like, a Metroid-style game. Um, Titanium Hound is another side-scrolling game. My issue with this game is it's one of those 2D side-scrollers that has a very precise movement, like when you're going forward and you go backward, like it's not a smooth transition from looking forward to backward. It feels very stiff. So, it just, I don't know, it just didn't feel good to me. Titanium uh, Hounds is not a sequel to Chrome Hounds? Unfortunately, no. That's from software. Um, although yeah, this game is very hard. so like Never we'll... forget a new arm. We're getting a new armored core. I know, and it's out this year. <laughs> That's crazy. Let um, those people see what real Dark Souls is like. Fucking no mechs destroyed. <laughs> Dude, I played the original armored core about a month ago. And I was like, how did we play this? Like, this game... I think probably, probably because, like, at the time... Uh, like controlling giant mechs was cool, and the clunkier the controls, the better. Dude, looking up and down with the L1 and R1, what? That was how oh, they did yeah. it. That's how they did it in a lot of stuff. But, but was that because they didn't have the DualShock yet? Yeah, the analog sticks did yeah. not exist until, God, yeah. like two or three years into the PS1's life. And even then, it wasn't DualShock. It was the analog control. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It was, just, But that was a very short period of time before they illegally put Rumble into the controllers. Yeah, the I remember the the game that was sold with the analog controller, like what before the DualShock was Croc. Croc was like one of the first games, and you had to press the little button to switch between dual analog. Yeah, yeah, and digital. Yep, that was cool. And they kept that forever. Yeah, and then they finally got rid of it. Well, I mean, why would you keep it when your PlayStation Three is not gonna fucking play anything? Well, it's not gonna have rumble either. It's because it's well, six fuck. axis. That, so, so, so again. So, just because I said uh, they legally put, I don't know if it's illegally, but regardless, they 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 used rumble technology. They didn't have the rights to in PS2, and um, and it's so. I don't remember the name of the fucking company that made that rumble feature. Basically, Xbox and PlayStation used it without permission, while Nintendo, I. Want to say probably circumvented it because at the time they had Rumble uh, in the pack they could attach to your controller, mm-hmm. and yeah. then moved into their own Rumble feature, I believe, when it came to GameCube. Although, if I'm correct, the Switch uses uh, the Rumble feature um, from the company that basically Microsoft settled with, and Sony was like, "We're going to court." Yeah, how's court working out for Sony most days? Yeah. yeah um, I still have a check from the the lawsuit for Linux. Yeah, I didn't care. I was like... Dude, it was $10. I never cashed it. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) Um, They got sued by... What the fuck is the name of the company? I Um, don't remember the name of the company at all. As soon as I'll say it, you go, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I know it if you say it, but I don't remember it. I'm going to... So... 
The next game is Emoji Kart Racer, and yeah, it's exactly what you think it is, and yeah, it's exactly as bad as you think it is. It's not good. It's really not good. Uh, and then the game I was kind of excited to play this week is called Flash Out 3, and I love me a good um, Wipeout-style racing game. This is not a good Wipeout-style racing game. It, it, it's got a lot of problems, and it's too easy to crash, and it's just... I don't like this. Like, go play a better Wipeout game. Uh, it's immersion. That's you. Immersion right. v Sony. Um, just because I we're waiting for Terrence to come back, anyways, because power blinked. Uh, in 2002, Sony and Microsoft were sued by Immersion for patent infringement for the use of vibration functions in their gaming controllers. Um, then I'm not going to read out the patent numbers, but um. Basically, Nintendo was not involved in the case as the technology used in the Rumble Pack and GameCube controller, and subsequently the Wii Remote, is based on a different design for which Nintendo holds the patent. Um, while Microsoft settled at a court purchasing a 10% share in Immersion, Sony continued to defend the case. Immersion's lead attorney in this case was Morgan Chu. Um, basically, uh, the defense centered on a force feedback controller patent which Sony licensed from Logitech during 1998. Sony lost with the jury awarding Mersion $82 million for the seven years that the DualShock controller had been on the market. This is why, when the PS3 came out, they were like, no. Yeah, we just want... Six Axis. Six Axis. It's better than... They, the, 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 at the time, they were like, we can't put Rumble in with the motion yeah. controls. Like, yeah, it makes it... It's it's too sensitive. Yeah. The motion control is so sensitive that the Rumble breaks it. Yeah, whatever. So, so, it was decided in 2006, which... March 2006, but, you know, at that time, Sony was still on bad terms. On March 1st, 2007, Sony Community Entertainment and Immersion Corporation announced that both companies have agreed to end their patent litigation and have entered a business agreement to explore the inclusion of Immersion technology in PlayStation format products. Crazy, right? <laughs> do you remember the ridiculous And then you got video? <laughs> Yeah, do you remember the ridiculous video of them playing Warhawk on the PlayStation 3 with the motion control? It was so yeah. bad. Lair. I Lair. love that game, though. I'm just going to say. Oh, no. Warhawk was a great game, but, dude, you don't play with the, the six axes. No, definitely mm-hmm. not. Layer. Layer was the one where they oh, ruined yeah, that la- game by, like, hey, could you force six axis control? Like That that yeah, game that single-handedly game, that... ruined Factor 5. That yep. game hey. wouldn't have been good even without the motion control. It was boring as shit. Co- correct, but if I'm correct on the... They, they were told to add that, like, late into, and they're like, well, the game's not done. And it's like, well, yeah, but we need to th- show off the technology, so get on it. Um, I could have that incorrect, but I know that it was, like, not the decision of Factor 5 to make that all motion control. Um, and yeah, Factor Five's no longer around. And if it had just been a bad game, it probably wouldn't have been as ruinous as it was. It was a bad game, but it was a bad game that people had convinced themselves was going to save the PlayStation 3. Uh, and it was like, oh man, you couldn't have picked a worse game. Man, PlayStation yeah. 3. Oof. And a rough time. Well, uh, while we're talking about motion control, I'm playing Fist of the North Star. It's got all the mini games. Uh, boy, just can I say, fuck the Yakuza team for making a rhythm game where the buttons just are all over the screen, and you're trying to fucking follow them. There's like a, um, 
doctor game, mini game in Fist of the North Star, but you're just hitting pressure points on different people. And there's a bunch of different songs you can do it to. And the fucking Turkish March. Is it Turkish March? I don't know. Whatever the last song is, I literally looked it up. I'm like, am I missing the the fucking point of this? And there's so many people going, I'm never getting this fucking trophy because of this fucking mini game. (laughs) I'm like, okay, cool. So it's not just me. Um, there, there's a drink mixing game because of course there is in this and you have to turn your fucking DualShock 4 on its side like it's a fucking martini shaker and you shake the fucking thing and I went, I fucking hate this already. Yep. Stop Ocean it. controls are terrible. Let's not, let's not ever do that again. Alright, uh, wrap these up real quick. Uh, Sentry Paragon is a, um, top-down twin-stick shooter with with fucking centuries. If you need achievements, there you go. You can get all of them in like two minutes. Uh, draw a stick man, epic three. You can literally draw your character that you play in a 3D environment. You know what's going to happen there. Oh yeah, 100%. It's going to be penises all over the place. Oh, penises yeah. up and down. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to skip these games because I didn't really play much of them. Uh, and then Penis a... is as far as the eye can see. Indeed. <laughs> There's a there's a game called a Space Space Tale. Uh, Every journey leads home. Ultimate Edition. It is basically a space dog platformer, uh, 2D, and it's not bad. It's not bad. Space dog mother. All right, let's talk about it. So I was waiting on Terrence to come back. We were vamping. I finished Hi-Fi Rush. I finished Gotham Knights. I'm like, all right, I got two games sitting here in my backlog. I'm gonna start one of them. And it was between Like a Dragon Ishin and Hogwarts Legacy. And I chose Hogwarts. Holy shit, that is the best fantasy RPG I've played in a long time. So why do you hate trans right? people, Ken? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I'm, I'm with real around. He's with real questions. It's I don't know anything really about It's only funny if I do it to Ken. It's not fun if I do it to Terrence. That's true, because I, like I don't Terrence, even know though. anything about Harry Potter. Like, I know nothing about Harry Potter. Like, yeah. I know there's a dude with yeah. a lightning bolt on his head that wears glasses. That, you know, that's like the extent of <laughs> yeah. my knowledge. And, yeah, that's and you don't have to know anything. That's... This game, there's so much you can do. Like, I'm like yep. six hours in. I just finished the first trial. I just got my my what do they call it the the room of something. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Room of requirement. There yeah, you go. Room of requirement. Basically, like yeah. your home base where you can go and craft yep. potions and shit. And like, dude, just can't. Like, the story is interesting, even though I know nothing about Harry Potter. The like open world is really well done. Um. Like, the side missions are really good. I like most of the characters, although I do hate some of the whiny students. Like, I really don't care for some of them. Um, the gameplay yeah. is amazing. Like, the combat is so fun. Um, right? Oh, man. It gets better when you get the, oh, man, when you get the uh, the, the deeper spells. I mean... like, like, like I feel I feel like this is Nino Kooning me over again, where I'm still getting tutorials like 10 hours in or some shit. Um, like I don't even have a broom yet. Like I did the mission where you, you do like the, the, the test. Like, yeah, I can see in my inventory that I eventually get a broom, but I don't have a broom. Yeah. Um, so do that fast line that, because that opens up 
so much more. Like you can, you know, you can explore all this stuff on foot, but having that broom and that, if you, if you've already taken the class, there's yeah, a, you'll have class. a mission on there. Okay. You'll have a mission on there to talk to the dude in Hogsmeade. I can't think of his name. Um, but he's at the, it's the only broom shop there. You talk to him and he's going to be like, Hey, do me a solid. And I'm trying to figure out broom technology and you help him like upgrade brooms and he'll sell you one. So you can buy, um, you could buy your first broom and then like you have to do like trials and you can get upgrades to make them go faster and stuff. But like, yeah, do that. And so much more opens up because you can, and that, oh, that game is so good. I'm t- I, I told I y'all, man, I, I told you, over, I told like, if if this wasn't Harry Potter licensed, this would probably be on everybody's game of the year because everybody would play it. Yep. Because it's it yep. is literally like, my God! If this was a Dragon Age game, it'd be the best Dragon Age game ever made. Yeah. Like it oh is, God! It is oh, a yeah. fantasy RPG action, and it's like everything about it is well done. Um couple of minor complaint when you when you're when you're minor complaining that's when you know how good a game is so i don't like that like there are so many spells in this game and it was driving me crazy at the beginning cuz i was doing a bunch of side stuff and getting a bunch of and I, and i didn't have enough like spots until like what was it like 3 hours in i finally they finally allowed me to start using talent points and in the talent points you can switch yep. loadouts Yep, yep, yep. I wish the sp- I wish some of the spells were context sensitive. Like I don't need two fire spells. Like why do you have two? Um So, but there's a reason though. If you look, there's a reason because Confringo is a long range one that it like has an exploding effect and um the other fi- I can't think of the other fire one is a short range. But and it like Go I, ahead. Yeah, go I ahead. I was just going to say why can't I burn spider webs with the long range one? <laughs> like you I can't? have to no, because I have to switch to the other one, the close range one, to burn the spider webs, which is like a traversal thing. And I'm like, right? Why? Why can't I just like? That's what I mean by context. Like I can understand. Like you want to use different. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like yeah. let me do the things that I need to do, like with multiple spells. Don't make me swap. Oh, you know what? I, that might be a bug, though, man. Because I don't, I don't. I shot, I, I shot the long I range the long one. Range. I shot the long range one in a spider web, and it didn't burn it. Maybe it was just a bug. I don't know. But like that felt like a weird, like okay, I gotta I'm hold the it. right trigger, and then I gotta press up on the yeah. pad, and then I gotta, you know, it's goddamn. We'll see because there's one that you're going to get later that it it, it is it does all that context stuff because you 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 probably already have the one spell that will lift them up. Yeah, like that's one of the first yeah. ones I got. Yeah. Okay. And you're going to get one later that's when Godium Leviosa that allows you to move, it's going to be a traversal thing, to move objects that have been levitated. And what it'll do is when you cast that levitating spell on, say, a box, it'll automatically cast when Godium Leviosa right behind it so you can move that box around. So it does that context stuff. That's why I'm, that, that's wild that it, the, Spider Reds weren't burning with the long range fire one. So I'm gonna try it on mine and we'll see if it's a bug and then we can complain about it together. Cause that's yeah. yeah go that ahead. Was, what else that you got? was like that was like literally one of the few weird things that I was like, alright, that's that's kind of annoying. Uh yeah. I also don't like that it has a inventory limit. Like I'm constantly opening chests and it's like your yeah. fear is full. I was like, oh god damn it, why? Uh okay. I also you know how do you know how to get do you know how to make that bigger? You know, yeah, you got to do the Merlin, the Merlin trials. 
Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So Once f- you get the broom, it'll be easier to, yeah. to get those. I got to start finding some more of those. Um, oh, God damn it. What was the other? Oh, when you switch gear, I wish you could lock a look in because every time I change gear, I got to change the look of it again because I don't like how most of it looks. And I really like that fucking jacket with the skulls moving yep. on it. Yep. So I've been kind of keeping that. But every time I switch to a new robe, it like. You gotta reset the. It defaults to that. Yep. Yeah, I'm like, nah, I don't want. You basically do that. gotta transmog. You have to transmog each item. Yeah, that's um, a pain in the ass. Like, let me set sucks. what I yeah. like and just just change everything as I add new gear. So. Yep, that would be yeah, that would be so much better. You're absolutely right. But goddamn, those are nitpicks because this game is so fucking good. <laughs> man, it makes me so happy that one of y'all played it and is like, man, this game is good because I, t- I wasn't bullshitting. I told you, like, it, it, even if you wasn't a Harry Potter fan, it was just, it's a legit, well-done fantasy RPG action game. It's and the a story lot of is good. description even words. You, you, like, you don't need to know Harry Potter. It's yeah, a good story. Yep, yep, because it's so, I mean, it's so far removed. It's like 200 years before Harry Potter. So, I mean, like, you don't even have to know. All you got to know is that these wizards, you know, they can cast spell and you go into school. Like, everything else is explained throughout the story. Like, it's it's really well done. Like they they deserve all the accolades that they get, and I hope I hope that they can make on you know make it on Game of the Year list because you know all the I extra think stuff. They will. I think they will. I, as much as I even I'm like I hate the author, but like my thing is like I've heard two things about this game. Fuck, this game is really good, and wow, I really don't like J.K. Rowling. Those two things can coexist. And, and they like, should, because this game... You don't I hand the Game of the Year award to fucking <laughs> J.K. Rowling at the end of the day, and then she cashes it in for fucking money. That's <laughs> for Wizard Node. Yeah, like, you know, you know who wasn't on the stage when Elden Ring won Game of the Year from the Game Awards? Well, they had some random kid up there. But they didn't have yeah, uh, Game Martin. of Thrones, dude. George Railroad no, Martin. Martin. Yeah, that's because he was he was off writing that book. The the next book. Like, yeah, he he's, been, he was. he's been off writing that next book for I know. a while now. He's put I'm off afraid. writing that next book. I, I oh, can't man. I can't get over this. Like this is one of my my most favorite games I've played recently, and I had zero interest. That, that in makes this me game. happy. That makes I, me happy. Yeah, I know. I said this before. The original piece, the first two PC games are fantastic like Zelda sort of like games. Um lots of secrets. It was really interesting exploring the castle. I loved those first two games and then as the series went on they they tried to be a, they end up being a little bit more generic. And I think the last yeah. ones were just literally like um it was just movie cover, uh cover shooters movie. though. Like I'm pretty sure the last last two games cuz I don't remember if they did um, two games based off of, like the last movie or not, but like I recall the last, at least the last one is literally just straight up Gears of War. Oh shoot! I, I don't think I, uh, I think I stopped playing. I mean, it's at that it, point because because it is. I I get it. It's 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 a battle. Like it would be weird to be like, guess what? Voldemort's here. Also, why don't you explore the castle for like the cards that were mentioned in the first book of all the wizards and stuff. And when you collect some chocolate frogs and it'd be like, what? Right. What the fuck fuck am I doing? Yeah. That's definitely pigeonholed back at, you know, in there, if they did that, you're right. Like you should imagine any, any sort of game where there's a war going on and it is like, it is desperate. You move on to the next place. 
Also, why don't you collect Pokemon cards? Be like, what? Mass Effect's like that. Yeah, you know what Mass Effect is like. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make I any mean, fucking sense. There's a there's a there's a universe ending level threat, and you're running around endorsing stores on the Citadel. Yeah, don't you also go to like a oh my like god, a par- that's right, like a party yeah. or something? Yeah, and dance for a yeah, little while. You yeah. dance to the universe is ending. Yep. Oh, I love it. No, yeah, I, that's. Uh, I mean, that's a. That's a every single well, not every single, almost every single RPG that's ever existed is like that. Oh yeah, Hogwarts does that too. Because like I just started the trials, and you know, like the dudes like time is not a luxury we have. I'm like, but I'm gonna oh, go. Yeah. F- I'm gonna go fly through some rings on a broom. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the game definitely does that. So yeah. Oh man, it's so good though. I, I like. I get excited to play it. Like I said, I'm six hours in. I just did the first trial. I've got like a laundry list of side missions that I need to go mm-hmm. do before I can. Because like my next mission's like, well, you need to go learn some more shit. I'm like, okay, I'm yep. gonna go learn so, some more shit. The and and the what I did, and I mean, you know, you can obviously take your time because I had to write the review. But like, I I prioritized like the the missions that unlocked the spells to get those because you're going to need those. And uh, you know what? Pro tip, because and I, I put this in my review, there's a mission that the game does not tell you that you need a spell for that. You absolutely are going to need to do something. Um, uh, God, I can't think of it. Arresto Memento is the spell. So when you see the mission and it'll sell on the list, like what you got to do and what the reward will be, when you see that pop up for the reward, absolutely do that. Um, as soon as you see it, because you're going to need that for a story mission, and it doesn't. The story mission doesn't tell you that you actually are going to need that um, to get through something. Goddamn, there's so much cool shit in that game. Like when the the little it girl, is. the girl on the lake was like, "You can go dive in the water." I was like, "You can swim. You can just fucking go swim." Yep. I'm like, "This is rad. Yep. Like this is yep. so cool." I'm telling you, get the broom and go. Expl- I, there's so I many towns and Why caves. the fuck would you want to swim? In that fucking lake. Because there's I mean, shit that's what out I there. Said. There's shit okay. out there, though. Like, no. I- Terrence, listen. I, I, I only ever watched up to, like, the fourth movie. Right. There's some shit in that lake. It yeah, is. they, they it show is. it well, during the broom mission. Like, you see I'm it pop good. up out of the water. The I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I don't yep. like... Oh, the cr- okay, whoa, that is not what I was thinking of. I was thinking of the fucking fish people things. Oh, yeah, the mermaids. The mermaids. Yeah, fuck that, man. Like, fuck yeah. that. Yep. No. Also, yeah. can you, that lake is awful. Can you talk about like so? This game, like you can always tell when a game is expensive, like to make. There's shit in this world. Like, I think I was going through a tower yesterday, and there's just like a cup of tea sitting on the table, and like you can interact with it. She just picks it up and starts drinking the tea. Yep. Like you could there's skip rocks. Like that. You could skip rocks yep. in the water. Like there's no point to it. It's just no. there. No. <laughs> yep. That's what I'm saying. It's a role player's dream yeah. like god if you want to go in there and role play does it really yeah god of war, I, see i Ragnarok. haven't played the new one i haven't played the new one nice this yeah game, it's this game is so good it's really good it's it's really good <sighs> Ryan, i can't believe your son's playing this right he yes he is yeah and although i don't think he's played it in a little while he's he's gotten distracted by other stuff <laughs> but he happens. was liking it yeah he was liking it for sure i can't believe <clears throat> that I love something in the Harry Potter universe. It's just weird to me. I want a Quidditch expansion 
so bad because the flying mechanic when you get the room the flying mechanics are so good like oh my god and they have the quidditch field and i know before they didn't the, want to take the time but can you change the flying because i don't like it i don't like the fact that you go up and down with the right stick um yeah you can tweak the controls if you go in there um okay. it has the inverted that's right because you play yeah well it's yeah, not yeah, even the can, inverted you can, you can that i have that. a problem with i want to control the camera when i'm flying with the right stick Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, I don't like the I'm, fact I that you can, can you control everything with the left stick and then you go up and down with the right stick. I don't like that. That's not my jam. I got you. I oh, got no, I'll have to you. play around with it. Maybe when I start flying more. Because yeah. all I did was literally the tutorial mission where it's like, oh, do the class. And I did the class and the dude was like, you want to go fly somewhere else? I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once you go to that dude and buy the broom, like I said, you'll... You have, probably have the side mission. The store is in um, Hogsmeade. Like, then, yeah, you can just go fly. You can't fly in Hogsmeade. Like, there's, like, a little protective dome um, that you can't fly into. But you can fly into anywhere else. Um, well, I shouldn't say anywhere else. There's other places you can't. But basically anywhere else. Like, the world is, like, literally open to you. Like, you can find. And nobody cares. And that's what I'm saying. You're a 15-year-old kid. Like, I never once, the only time I woke up in my dorm is when, like, the story cutscene made me. Like, I'm out 4 a.m. on the other side of uh, London, fucking in a cave, killing freaking dark wizards. Nobody yeah. cares. Yeah, I'm this out in the- school is crazy. I'm out in the Forbidden Forest at, like, 2 a.m. It's like- Yeah! Fucking Nobody's coming for you! And it's like forbidden. Looking, it's like, right there in the name. Yeah, it's right there. They right. Even, like in the tutorial, like when I was walking to Hogsmeade with Natty, he was like, you can't go in there. I was like, fucking watch me. Yep. Right. I'm going to go in there, Natty. I'm, I'm going I, in there. Oh. I love Natty, by the way. Natty is awesome. Yeah, she's she's probably the one. She's always the one I chose for like the duels and stuff because she was the cooler character. Although I like Sebastian yep. now that I've made it down to the, what do they call it, the under thing the undercroft yeah, yeah the undercroft. like he took me down there and i was like this dude's all right he's okay so he's your he's your gateway to the dark uh the dark arts yeah so, he taught me like the said, yeah he taught me the the distance fire spell thing and he's like come back oh, down yeah, i'll yeah, show you some more you yep. he's like i'll show Just you some picture, more yeah. i'm like all right i'll be back yeah and it's a whole the... storyline in a dark alleyway, like, hey kid, you want to learn some dark arts? I mean, that's kind of how <laughs> that's it plays basically out. How it works? <laughs> he takes you down like to this this hidden room at Hogwarts. He's like, you want to see some shit? And then, and then I'm surprised he doesn't like hold his wand, like wand that's been sharpened into a shank against your throat, and says, "Now, if you tell anyone what we fucking did here today." Oh, it's his blind well, friend that 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 yep. threatens your ass when you come out of there. He's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you if you tell anybody." I was about to say that his blind friend. Yep. But do, okay, can I just <laughs> totally unrelated to the game, just in general? This place is a fucking death trap. Why would you? What? Why would you go? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, there's, there's giant a, um, fucking snakes. There's just shit there's walking a, around. Like, no. There's a how it should have ended for Harry Potter that we quote in, in my house all the time because we watched it and it fits so perfect. Like, Dumbledore, like, goes on about how awful this school is and they, like, pan over and people are like, why would anyone send their kids here? Because he's like, there's, gi- there's giant spiders that'll eat your face. Don't go on the third floor. There's a three-headed dog. Don't go over. It's like, why do people keep sending their kids here? Like, it's, yeah, Hogwarts is actually awful. But the game is better awesome. than Clovos, though. But, you know. Vince Clortho? Clortho, that's what it is. Vince Clortho High? 
Yeah, All right. Hogwarts is better than Fitzclair, though. Go ahead. We're going to move on. No, I, that game is awesome. I can't wait to play some more. Uh, all right, let's talk about what's coming out this week. Uh, we've got Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5. We've got The Forest Cathedral, The Wreck, uh, Valheim, finally making its way to console, Vernal Edge, WWE 2K23, Deluxe Edition out on Tuesday, I believe, and then the, the regular version out on Friday. Uh, Sifu, finally making its way to Xbox. Uh, Tricky Thief. Two Point Campus School Spirits. Wilson Lords of Mayhem. Anno 1800 Console Edition. Uh, Backbeat. Peppa Pig World Adventures. And The Guys. G-U-I-S-E. Not like G-U-I-S. Uh, PlayStation 5. Uh, Hot Wheels Rift Rally. Uh, and I think uh, Alice Gear Aegis CS Concerto of Simulatrix. I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, Gorn, which is a VR game. Yep. Uh, Post Void and the Dark Pictures Switchback VR. There's some more PS5. Gorn's actually a Gorn's actually a decent VR. I've heard a lot of people action. say that's that's like really good. Like that's yeah, one it's of like gladiatorial yeah. kind of chop people that, up in VR. Is, is that the one where you yeah. can pick up their arms and beat them to death yes. with their own arms? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, yeah. no, Post... it's, it's not as good as Blade and Sorcery, which is really, really good. Post That's, Void yeah. is some fucking crazy shit. It's all capitalized. Um. So, yeah, it is a first-person shooter. I've played it on the PC. I talked about it previously. It is a first-person shooter where you are constantly dying, and the idea is that you are trying to get to the end of the level to move on to the next thing. Think like if you were to ask somebody to describe it, rogue is probably going to be brought up, but the, the the reality is is that you are basically challenging yourself to become better and better each time because not much changes from round to round. There's some like upgrades that you can choose um, and unlock some bigger ones, but the idea is that you're trying to keep this skull that is like filled with like this weird liquid. Um, filled, and you do that by killing enemies, and when it starts counting down, that means you're almost fucking dead. Oh, um, cool. It's a really crazy fucking game. Um, I really liked it. It's all sort of like a Doom sort of look, like you the flat enemies and stuff, but the art style is very, like, a crazier Hotline Miami. In fact, that's kind of what it reminds me of, is like fucking Hotline Miami in first person. Hmm. Um, it was. It's crazy. It's also like four, or it's like three bucks on Steam. Oh, I was looking at the Ameri- or the Canadian price, so it's probably about three bucks on Steam. So it better not be much more for console. Oh, it will be. You know, it will be. Yeah. Though I forgot, Terrence. There is a game I'm playing that I can't talk about. Um, and boy, it'll be interesting when I get to talk about it. I totally forgot about this game. But I'm nice. playing. Okay. I'm playing Postal Four. No regrets. Oof. What? They made a new... I didn't even know that was a thing! Yeah. Talk about that next week. Oh, uh, Xbox One, PS4, pretty much all the same games. So nothing new there. Uh, let's go to the Switch. God, I totally forgot about Postal. That's so funny. Alright. Nintendo Switch, we got Titanium Hound, which I talked about. Actually, I think that was out on Saturday. It's always weird when they have Saturday releases. Um... Life of Delta, 
Tents and Trees, uh, Terminal Velocity Boosted Edition, Legend of Heroes, Trails to Azure, uh, The Wreck, which I already said, Vernal Edge, which I already said, uh, Air Battle, uh, Amber City, Bittersweet Cohabitation, Blocky Farm, Link the Cubes. Um, what about Gleam the Cubes? Gleaming the Cubes starring Christian Slater, man. Uh, Loop, Loot Box Simulator, Heroes of the Dark Age, My Little Prince, A Jigsaw Puzzle Tale, No-No Adventure, uh, Sessions, Uh-oh. yeah, No-No, uh, Session Skate Sim, Six Star Gate, Star Trail, Squad 51 vs. the Flying Saucers, Subway Midnight, Tanky Tanks 2, Terracotta, Unmatched Digital Edition, Cute and Creepy, Flame Keeper, Fur Squadron, Off the Tracks, The Treflick Family, and the biggest release for this week, Bayonetta Origins, Cereza, and the Lost Demon. So, there's your new releases for the week. Moving over to the news, we had a lot of shows this week. Uh, But we'll start off with Xbox Game Pass, the new drop was announced, we have Guilty Gear Strive... Uh, which is out now. Dead Space 2, Dead Space 2 and 3 came to the cloud. Valheim, uh, Sid Meier's Civilization 6, and Nino Kuni 2 is out on March 21st. Um, ba, ba, ba. Redfall has been confirmed to support crossplay between Xbox, Steam, and PC Game Pass and the Epic Game Store. So no matter where you buy it, you can play it everywhere with everybody. Starfield, um, Terrence's uh, YouTube thumbnail, Starfield has been uh, delayed to September 6, 2023, and they will have a Bethesda Direct for Starfield immediately following the Xbox Showcase uh, for uh, Sunday, June eleventh, 2023, which is also basically they announced their E3 Showcase, which they're calling the Summer Showcase because it's not at E3, on June eleventh, 2023. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize it was one and the same. I thought it was just the Starfield um, thing on the 11th. Nope, they said it will follow the Xbox Showcase. So, wonder why that? Huh. Okay, it gets its own show, which means it won't be in their show. So, there you go. PlayStation 5 version 7.0 firmware is out. Discord integration is finally here. Uh, VRR now supports 1440p. Um, wireless updates for the controllers, which hallo fucking Louie, how did it take two years to get that? So, upgrade your PS5. Metroid Fusion dropped on the NSO expansion pack. I did not try this yet, but I need to. Me neither. I did play through the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Wave 4, uh, and I played all of it as Birdo, because it's the new character. The biggest thing to note from this is, number one, that new track, which is exclusively new, it's not been in any previous games, is fucking awesome. It's Yoshi's Island, which is amazing. Also, they added five new character slots. That means we're going to get five new characters. Uh, Let's see here. DLC for Metal Hellsinger, Dream of the Beat, sorry, Beast, launches March 29th. Uh, Front Mission 2 Remake launching June 12th. 
The Library of Babel launches April 7th for PS4 and 5 and Xbox One and Series X and PC and Switch. Uh, what else we got here? The Outlast Trials launches May 18th in Early Access. Sword Art Online Last Recollection launches October 6th. They make a lot of those games, don't they? Yeah. Uh, I think I've played two of them, and I'm like, these are fine. Yeah, it's an anime, too. Like, my son talked. Like, there's mobile games of them and everything. I, they're like the wanna, Warhammer games. <laughs> I want to say, no, because Warhammer, the, we, I think only one person controls uh, Sword Art Online, like, publishing-wise or development-wise. Um, the uh, fucking Warhammer stuff is a nightmare, because Game Workshop is like... We're open with it. No, we're not. And then they take it back and they're like, oh, we only have want one person developing games, and they'll license it out to a thousand people at the same time. It's kind of a mess that way. Um, Sword Art Online games I've heard are not fantastic from a guy who actually watches the show that I watch on YouTube. Um, I mean, they're, for they're... Austin Eruption, he's really fun and nice. I've watched a couple of his videos. He does some really. He covers some really fun stuff. He's he played all of Babylon's Fall. I'm sorry. Oh, his God, exact I'm response sorry. was, "This is bad." I mean, like worse than Balan Wonderworld. Bad, I think, is what he might have said because he was like, "At least Balan, you can see what they're going for." I don't know what the plan was here. Dude, I had to review it. That game is awful. Like I don't. He's done a couple oh. of those. Balan, he played all of Balan. He 100 Balan. 100 percented uh Babylon's Fall. And then he did another one and I can't remember what it he was. Did Gotham, but it's like, what I don't agree is like Gotham, which yeah, I mean I don't agree with that. That game is fine. I think I think a lot of people are like it's up against a lot of a lot of thoughts of what Batman should be. Sure, but that story is Metal amazing. Gear Survive is the other one that he beat 100%. So I liked Metal Gear Survive until I had the moment I had to do Tower Defense There's and that literally, game falls apart. I think you and I hit exactly the same wall at exactly the same moment in that game. Because like, there's not enough shit to defend yeah, your base. It's terrible. And then, like that's when the game gets ruined because it's really kind of cool up until that point. Because then they're like, what if you tried multiplayer? What if you gave us really? money? And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do either of this stuff. What is it I like, like about the, idea. the first five or six hours of that game is pretty yeah, good? Dude, you're, you, you, you're going in, you're getting better, slightly better equipment, you're going into the dust, and the dust is like this really cool area where the zombies are. So like, the zombies aren't just wandering the wasteland normally. Like you are going into a section where the visibility is cut down, where like you find these ruins of places and you're like, this is really neat. And there's something big that you can't fully see because when it walks around, it's still obscured by the weird fog that slowly kills you. So you're constantly watching oxygen and your tank takes damage and, like because you keep using it, and there's some really neat stuff. And then they're like, "What if you did a tower defense?" Which I've heard gets better later on, but early on, it's such a pain in the ass that it's not fun. Yep. Fuck that game. All right, delay time. Uh, PGA Tour has been delayed. Um, this isn't official yet, but it's probably pretty true because it came from the dude that knows everything. Uh. Bloomberg says Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has been delayed. 
Um, Jeff Grubb also said that he heard it may be into 2024. Bloomberg was saying that it was delayed till later this year, but Grubb is saying he's heard that it, this is like a huge delay. Like we're talking like maybe 12 months. Well, <laughs> there wasn't exactly universal praise for what they've shown of it. Yeah. But at this point, if it does get delayed a year, that's nine years that Rocksteady's been working on this game. Nine years. The problem, that's a core problem with AAA game development is the shit that's popular when you start developing isn't as popular when you're finished. Yeah. That's why you gotta be you got to be, it's easier said than done, but you got to be ahead of, cur- ahead of the curve instead of trying to chase what's popular. Yeah, unfortunately. And, and a lot of the time, ahead of the curve just means looking back and finding things that people were excited with, you know, that are yeah. reaching the age where nostalgia starts kicking in, right? Like, um, three platformers, sort of, like, every time a Mario comes out, it's almost like the perfect timing because A, you know the game's going to be really good, and B, like, oh, it's just, we've just gone long enough where the people that played Mario 64 when they were 10 will be buying, you know, Galaxy. Uh, people that played Sunshine will play, you know, it, it's just like, you, you wait, f- like, every 10 years, it seems, for 3D Mario, and, like, that's kind of when you should be aiming for it, because then you'll see a first-person shooter campaigns came back for a while there. Like, uh, you know, it's just, yeah. I I always say go for the nostalgia angle rather than, and then, of course, then you end up with way way too much shit like Metroidvanias. Yeah, Metroidvanias right now, like, if you tell me that's what your game is, uh, I'm kind of like, eh. Unless it's Metroid itself, then we're good. I don't know. The last Metroid? Yeah. Well, I mean... Uh, yeah, Dread is Dread is okay. I, I have not Dread is not s- okay. Dread like, is Dread, very good. I I think Dread is okay. Different. I'm I'm with Ken on that. I I didn't. I felt there was some weird choices made in that. Like, hey, she well, has me, a gun. Why don't let me we... put it this way? I am not a Metroid fan, and Metroid Dread was very good. Yeah, but you're a Crystal Chronicles fan. Like it. <laughs> What? I don't like Crystal, Crystal Chronicles. Wait, which one the is Final it? Final Fantasy one? Which oh, one is Mystic, your phone? No, Mystic Quest. Mystic Quest. Mystic Quest. Quest. That's the one. Crystal Sorry. Chronicles. I'm like, I've never oh, heard okay, of okay. Crystal, Crystal Chronicles. Crystal Chronicles was the, the GameCube one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I got those confused. I uh, fucked up everybody, Everybody's got to have their own Game Boy. I am Listen, generally no. not a fan of Metroid, and Dread was freaking awesome. That's to the point that I beat it, and that's just not... That's not a thing for me with Metroid. That I mean, that probably speaks volumes because people who love Metroid are kind of like, eh. Well, yeah. I don't I like it. You know hard. what? My, when it when I look back the at game, that game, the game is very hard. It yeah. is not easy at all. They did I, add I'm an okay easy with hard. mode. They added an easy mode now, but you got to start over. Uh, my my biggest issue to this day with that game was direction, which I could get over a little bit more if combat wasn't fucking slowed down by the fact that, like, every enemy that has any sort of strength has to be countered and then shot. Which defeats the purpose of having a gun. Imagine to fire a gun, you had to get up close, wait for your enemy to attack, and then you pull the trigger. 
I didn't enjoy Nine. exploring in that game until the Emmy of the area was to, was killed. That too, but that there were some things that like in that were because I was confused and going back over again. I go, I blame the map more than anything. Yeah. How how is it possible that someone like me who has no familiarity with Metroid games found my way around, and y'all didn't when y'all have played all of the games? I. I don't know. I guess they set us up for a failure in the past. <laughs> they taught us wrong as a joke. Yeah, like we were we were trying to Metroid it, and it was like, nah, we ain't gonna Metroid this one. We gonna do something different. All right. Uh, Square Enix doesn't have any uh, Western developers left to blame uh, before Spoken uh, has been lackluster in the sales department, and Luminous Productions has been absorbed into Square Enix. Um... They're also switching like presidents pretty soon, and I guess he's all in on the blockchain. So, yeah. Rip ready for Final Fantasy NFT. Hell yeah, dog. Um, Epic Game Store launches self-publishing tools for developers and publishers. They had 230 million plus total PC users. Uh, 725 million Epic cross-platform accounts. Uh, 90 free games released, 70 million free, 700 million free games claimed, 14 upcoming exclusives, um, lots of big stuff coming out of I think the biggest thing that came out of this was they're announcing that they're going to start doing cross-buy with like Steam or something. I think that was the big news out of that. All right. It's time for uh, the Square, week. If Square is going all in on NFTs... They uh, they probably sold Tomb Raider at the wrong time because there's some weird nerds out there that would have bought some Lara Croft NFTs. Oh, they got oh, Tifa. Yeah. They're good. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Poor Tifa. Yeah. Oh, we can't go a week of video games without talking about the Microsoft Activision acquisition. Oh boy, was it a week. Microsoft has said that they will not increase the price of Game Pass as a result of the acquisition. Um, and I think that right there is legal wording because they were already going to increase the price of Game Pass. This isn't going right. to change that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who thinks it means the price of Game Pass isn't going up is not correct. No. Be like, oh, we didn't change it because of that. Nah. We changed it for a completely unrelated reason. I guarantee you by 2024... Game Pass Ultimate will be 20 bucks a month, and I'm going to be real honest with you, it's still going to be worth it. Yep. Yeah. So, I agree. Uh, here was On the, both points. Yeah. Uh, here's the funny part. Sony, so some more documents came out, because, you know, Microsoft had to, like, Sony had to deliver all their documents. So Sony's newest complaint, and tell me if you think this is reaching. Sony says that there is a chance... Or Microsoft would release a version with bugs and errors that would emerge only on the final level or after updates, which could hurt Sony's image of, quote, the best place to play. <laughs> Gee, that sounds like behavior they may have thought about before. Huh. I was about to say, like, isn't that what we were just thinking that they did with, what was it? Oh, recent Callisto Protocol. Was, yeah. Because they sent developers to work on that game, which yep. they claimed was just motion motion capture, but there were a shitload of bugs and things broken in the Xbox version of that game. Yeah. This, 
this sort of like well it works worse on one thing um made sense in the PlayStation 3 Xbox 360 era where the 360 was easier to develop for um so certain games um had you know some minor technical issues when running on PS3 um or they built around the PS3 and then you know moving it to Xbox which again was a different platform that they may have not been familiar with, it took a hit. Like, that made more sense. But as soon as we got to Xbox One and PS4, it doesn't really make sense of why there can be such a drastic performance difference. Um, for for a big studio, anyways. For independent developers, I, I give them a little bit more leeway, because even, even the publishers aren't nearly as big as, say, Tencent, you know? So... <laughs> Just... I just find it funny that, like, in this day and age, where, let's be honest, both the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 are pretty fucking powerful PCs mm-hmm. that one the versions could be that much worse. Uh, yeah, I think it's all ridiculous. Also, Sony, Sony fucking saying that makes me laugh because, like, motherfucker, the people will call that out. 100%. We, 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 and they won't blame you. That's generally how this fucking works. Yeah. To this day, I'm sure there's people that are like, well, fucking the hackers that broke in when the PS3 was, you know, the PS3 hack that that happened over the Christmas oh, yeah. season that one years ago, a decade ago. Um, it's like people probably still blame the hackers, even though that Sony was keeping all that information, all your like information in just like a plain text file. So like, you know. I'm pretty sure they'd be fine at the end of the day, whether or not Microsoft butchered the version for their console, which hasn't happened with anything else. Yeah, Minecraft runs fine on the PlayStation. Yeah, That's do you right. think Microsoft wants to ruin money, like money that they're making? No, they don't give a shit. They want that thing to sell. They're, they're, yes, they're making it so it's you. Oh well, I could pay for the PlayStation Plus, the game. Or I just go to Xbox, pay one fee for it, and I get the game. Yeah. That's how they're trying to steal people. But at the same time, Microsoft doesn't care about that. They just want your money. Well, that too. Right. But like a multiplayer game, they would want the as big of a possible of a crowd, right? It's yeah, but it's going to be cross-play. So, yes, yeah. but like what I'm saying is, is like it makes a little bit more sense to limit where you can play single-player games. Like their Bethesda stuff, sure. Because yes, like arguably they still want you on their platform at the end of the day, but they're going to just make it easier to get Call of Duty if this were to go through. Then want to ruin the game, especially if you're playing multi-platform. What the fuck are they going to do to their game to make it worse on PlayStation Four that wouldn't fucking disrupt everybody? Yeah, I just don't. What's funny is like this is exactly what Sony does. If y'all remember Spider Man. I don't. Please, from the please Avengers. Go. From the Avengers. Oh right, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I remember that. Can I? So, 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 not to defend Sony here. That is because Sony and Disney have a very weird deal at this point. Because sure. Marvel was going bankrupt and decided to sell the rights off to certain characters, and Sony only wanted Spider-Man. 
Okay. And Sony was successful with Spider-Man mm-hmm. movies for a while, and then they were like, well, we could reboot, or we could team up with Disney. And because of certain agreements, Sony has the rights to Spider-Man on video games. That's Disney's fault. That's Disney's fault for not offering a fucking lump sum. You know what I mean? Or letting them fail to the point where, like, they can buy the Spider-Man property back. It's just because, hey, we want fucking Spider-Man in our fucking MCU. Yeah, but just because I have a gun doesn't mean I have to go and shoot people, right? Just because they own Spider-Man doesn't mean they have to come into a third-party game and be a dick and be like, well, we're going to put Spider-Man in here, but only for PlayStation. (laughs) You're right. You're right. They didn't have to do that. Like, yeah, so that's fine and dandy that they own the rights, but come on, man. They they could have gave Spider-Man to everybody or not even put him in it. He wasn't even necessary. I mean, the Avengers wasn't necessary, but the that's Avengers a different conversation. <laughs> okay, but I like that game. Okay, right. Skull and Bones. Okay. Oh, uh, I'm just saying. I have no defense for that. It's I not had even a gun, and though, I chose but... to use it. He, he did choose to you use a gun. Yeah. All right, we got a lot more stuff, so let's go through um, the shows that happened this week. Uh, Paradox had a show. Presented by Xbox. Oh, that's kind of funny. Uh, the Lamplighters League was a new game announced. Uh, coming to Xbox oh, Series oh. X and PC on Game Pass Day 1. Uh, Crusader Kings 3 DLC. Knights of Pen and Paper 3. Mechabellum. Europa Universalis. 4 Domination. Life by You. Stellaris. Surviving the Aftermath. Uh, Across the Obelisk. Age of Wonders 4, and City Skylines 2. Whew. That was a lot. Must have missed uh, that show. <laughs> so the other show that happened, I didn't even know this one, the Playdate show. Remember that thing? The Crank? I, I do. I, oh, I, the Crank thing, yeah. yeah. Okay. But like to me, it was like, I had not heard anything about it after the season, and honestly, I hadn't heard about it during the season. And so I was like, maybe they just kind of... Gave up on it, and now it's just a indie toy, but I'm glad they're still going. I don't know what they've announced. They announced two new free games as a thank you gift, a dedicated store called Catalog, a lot of cool-looking new games, and a price increase from 180 to $200. Get fucked. <laughs> Get jimmed, motherfucker. Get jimmed. Um, so my biggest issue with the play date, from the sounds of it, like that actually made me lose all interest immediately. Um, was their their big thing was that you were going to get a season of games, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And the idea is that like every week, I think they were going to drop a new game, and the or every month, maybe it was a month. And regardless, the idea was neat. I was like, oh, so everybody will be playing the same game sort of at the same time. That's a really interesting way, right? You release an indie game, you almost force the conversation in the crowd that you've you've made for yourself. And I was like, that's going to be really cool. Um, the, the way it happened was, though, is when you bought your play date, regardless of when you got it, that's when your season started? Yeah. So they sent them out in, like, you know, tiers, essentially. Like, oh, the, you, you ordered before, you ordered in group A, group A gets theirs first. So group A is always going to be ahead of group B, who's going to be ahead of group C, and so on. That's not, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, if you were late, you should get the first two games, and you should be able to start 
where the season is, right? Like, so it was a really weird way of like really interesting way to build conversation and then they didn't do it. So I don't know. I was just like, well, then I'm not really interested. The only thing I'm interested in to this day with that is a game that I don't think is coming out anytime soon, but is the guy from Papers, Please and um, Return of the Oberdin. He was making a game where you were a uh, doorman at like a space bar. So there was aliens and you'd open up the little slot and look around in it. It looked really neat. But I don't know how far it is. Alright, the next event that happened was the Nacon event. And it's so funny, because, like, who the fuck is Nacon? Uh, so they have Revan's Watch, uh, Capes, Ad Infinitum, Clash, Artifacts of Chaos, which came out. That's the new... Why do I always forget their name? The Xenoclash people. Ace Team. That's their new game. Uh, Train Life, Session Skate Sim uh, was the Switch release. TT Isle of Men Ride on the Edge 3, Transport Fever 2, Tour de France 2023, Pro Cycling Manager 2023, Tiebreaker 2023, and of course Rugby 24, uh, War Hospital, Gangs of Sherwood, and then their two big games, Lord of the Rings Golem and Robocop Rogue City. So, there you go. Okay, so what is Golem? What type it's, of game is it's Gollum? It's a stealth action adventure game. Right, but it's made by Datalik, which is weird. Yeah, Datalik is more like point and clickers. Yeah, they um they're what's their what's their big fucking game? Uh Deponia was I think their big one. Yeah. Um and now they're making a third person action adventure stealth game for I I still cuz right because I thought it was the Sticks guys that were doing Gollum. That's right. I even did that on this show. I remember also, going over this. Okay. Did anybody watch the show? Um, Golem's voice was terrible. <laughs> yeah, they didn't I get the it and yeah. They <laughs> didn't get the guy from. Uh... No, they didn't get Andy. No Andy. No, no, no. No, but Andy, no, no. Um, the guy that did it for. Uh... God damn it! I should... fucking Shadow of Mordor. I don't think so. He was it's, good. A, it's a young Gollum. He looks like he has like Mark Davis's haircut. Alright. Before we get angry nerds, it's Gollum, not Golem. Some people say Golem. Some people say Tolkien. Some people say Tolkien. I don't give a fuck. It's Smog, and if you say Smog, I'm smog. gonna punch you in the throat. It's Smog. It's smog. Oh, you see in the way... Oh, yeah, okay, I see. He, is, he has got a weird... He's got a bowl cut. He's got like a bowl but cut. They're like, but they're clearly going. I'm gonna say it That's right its now. Own I never. Thing. But no, it's really not. It's really going off of the movie's design for. Oh, is for it? him. I mean, I, yeah, I don't go big eyes. I'm not the, a Lord the, of the Rings fan like that. The so my favorite design. This is kind of, if I recall correctly, the description in the book even. Like he was like a dark skin sort of like wet creature. Um, and that's how he's actually shown in the Hobbit animated movie from way back when. He was terrifying um, in that movie. The original animated movie where he's yeah. like a lizard person almost. Oh, yeah. the one back. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that's always what I've pictured him as, and that's not because of the movie. Actually, I saw the movie after my dad read me the book as a kid. Um, the that's how I always pictured Gollum. Uh, 
seeing him in the movie is it, it was a great take andy circus is obviously fucking brilliant so it's not a surprise and the animation still really holds up um but i was kind of hoping that they would not try to go off of the movie's look um but clearly they're kind of using it as the baseball then of course you're gonna get compared to andy circus well yeah that's the popular so. one yeah and uh, it, it just eh. level five also had a show uh deca police Fantasy Life, The Girl Who Steals Time, Megaton Musashi Wired, Inazuma 11, Victory Road, and Professor Layton in the New World of Steam. I'm excited for the new Fantasy Life and the new Professor Layton. It's crazy that Level 5 has enough projects that they can have their own show. It's crazy. I thought they were in trouble not too long ago. Ah, they may have been, but... I'm probably wrong. I just... You know who they own, right? They mm. bought Concept. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think Concept has done anything underneath the level 5. I mean, he's probably and coming Inafune, up with some concepts. Inaf- no, <laughs> he, he, well, that was what, literally, that's what the co- the company was for. They, I know, they, they, I know. Their only business model was to be the idea guys. I fucking hate that much. Capcom also had an event, <laughs> which is weird. So, like, every game in this show is on Xbox, PlayStation, everything. Except Mega Man Battle Network. That is not on Xbox. Which is weird. Uh, but they announced there's going to be 499 patch cards. Uh, they also said they're going to bring back the anime that will be free to watch. Mega Man NT Warrior Season 1 and 2. That show is pretty good. So you can watch that on YouTube for a limited time. They're also, I think, doing it on Twitch. Make sure you download those episodes, because otherwise it'll go away. They exist on DVD, trust me, they'll always be around. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake was shown, and a demo was launched, we talked about that earlier. Can I just say something? They, I believe they also announced in the um, for Battle Network collection that the Boktai stuff is going to be included, because they reached an agreement with Konami. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's that was a, that was a really neat. That's how I actually got into Boktai before I even knew it was um, Kojima. Was like, oh shit! Like I really like Mega Man Battle Network Four. I wonder what this game's all about. And then I went and bought it. I will. My OCD will not allow me to purchase this game because I own every other Mega Man collection on my Xbox. So fix that. I'll probably, I'll probably buy this game twice. Have one for PS4 and one for Switch. Fix that. Xbox. I'm, I'm buying it on Switch. All the rest of my um, Mega Man collections are on Switch. I have I'm every Mega Man collection, even the the X series, the second set, which is terrible, by the way. You should not buy that. It's not terrible, dude. X seven and eight are bad games. You get it for free if you buy the the disc copies. You're buying it digitally. Don't bother with that one. I did it anyway because I'm a. I, I support the Mega and the Man. I support I, them both. So I have I have all of them on PS4, and my favorite is that like Mega Man uh, Legacy Collection One and Two separate releases. Mega Man X Legacy, Mega Man X Legacy Collection. Yeah, here's both discs in the same package. We know you won't buy the second set. Also, the Battle Network Collection is two packages, and they're both forty dollars a piece. Digitally only. Yep. They're not Wait, whoa, they're whoa, sold whoa, together. What? Which part? Which part is whoa, 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 whoa? It's so if I you said it's two. If I buy the Battle Network one digitally, it's it's two different 
Yeah, and I've had two different yes. things. It's two collections, yep. both forty dollars a piece. I'm gonna tell you right now, you can kind of skip the second set. But then it's not a complete if, set, and that's a problem. Right, but like you can wait for if you really wanted to play Battle Network. Literally, the first three games are far better than the last three because one, two, and three use the same sprite sets, and they uh, tell a complete story. Four goes off into a random direction and starts focusing more on tournaments. Uh, and includes dark chips, which was a neat concept for about five minutes, and then you were like, I'm never using these. Um, th- the fifth one is like a turn-based strategy game mixed in. And then the sixth game kind of goes back to basics, but like, a little too late. Oh, the wow. last three well, get very experimental. The first three. Um, that's why I was hyped for this collection, because I was like, oh, I'll be able to play the other ones. But it sounds like they're not worth it. So okay, uh, no, no, let me tell you right one. now, they are they are worth it. But like, you have to be a like if you just want to play like a good story, the first three are kind of the end of the story, in my opinion. Um, like the third one wraps up everything, and then the fourth one seems kind of more like an afterthought. Uh, but they focused more on the multiplayer aspects because that's when they so one and two release, and there's only one version of one and two three releases and there's two versions of that then there's but they really don't connect at the end of the day they're just like slight differences four five and six are very different games depending on the version you get you play um but at the same time you're kind of going through the same game at the end of the day too so it's a little rougher now four you can kind of combine into one game um but five you can't it, it, and then five, there was a different version on the DS that was both but mixed and they have um, just. And then it got into fucking Star Force, which I hope that they figure out how to port, because um, the Star Force games are good. They're also fucking expensive. All right, I okay. really like Battle Network. Right. Sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, Ghost Trick. Uh, all 37 tracks are getting a newly arranged versions. You can switch between them. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak coming to Xbox and PlayStation 5 and Windows. Uh, Exo Primal release date July 14th. Uh, there's an open beta March 17th through 19th, but the biggest announcement for this game was the fact that it's coming to Game Pass, so now it's going to be a lot more players. Yep, everybody will try it, which is good for that game. Now, did they change that the people are way more robot looking? No, they were always like in mechs. They were always like that? I clearly don't yeah. remember then. Alright. Uh, and then finally, Street Fighter Six got a new commentator. It's Hikaru Takahashi. Uh, we'll join the commentators for the game. Whew, there's a lot of news this week. Uh, Lemnisgate is closing down. So if you remember that online multiplayer game is now being removed. Uh, The game launched on July 22nd, 2021, and it will cease to exist on July 11th, 2023. TT Games has cancelled even more titles, including Project Marley, which is a Diablo-like set in different LEGO Disney worlds, Project Rainbow Road, which was a shooter with different WBIPs, a mobile port of LEGO Worlds, and Project Cosmic, which was a LEGO Guardians of the Galaxy game. 
First of all, I'm kind of glad the last one didn't come through, because um, I don't know what the fuck you would do with that, because a lot of those characters have been in Marvel superheroes. Yeah, but I mean... Like all of them. Most Second of the... game focuses on them. <laughs> the TT Games is just like, we're going to take characters and make them their own game, like Lego DC supervillains. Yeah, yeah. I, I just... So they they lost like one of the founders of TT Games. Like He left the company um, before... Star Wars came out. The recent Star Wars, I should say. And so I don't know what's happened over there. Because that's when that started to be like delayed a lot. He went and started a new company. Um, I don't know. It, it very weird. Uh, and then Warner Brothers doesn't know what they're doing right now with anything, so I don't know. It, it kind of disappointing. They, they're a good team. I really thought the LEGO Star Wars was going in a good new direction for the series. Um, you know, true to its roots, but plays a lot better. Uh, I wish them the best. It's just, uh, hopefully... I'd like them to do more original stuff. Lego City was an interesting game. More of that. Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi got announced at the DBZ F Finals. No date or system. Uh, Neon White was rated for Xbox One and Series X by the ESRB. Maybe that's finally making its way to Xbox consoles. Uh, Capcom announced they will fix the, the Resident Evil 4 rain in a day one patch. Uh, Take 2 laid off a bunch of people from Private Division. Shredder is coming to Call of Duty on March 21st. That's a, that's a weird thing. It's a very weird one. Uh, Aaron, I mean, yeah, cool, I guess, but yeah, it's like, is it? Uh, I I don't know. Call of Duty got some weird shit. Um, Aaron Yeager from Attack on Titan will be in Fortnite next season. I don't even this know who season. that is. So it's the uh, the dude from Attack on Titan, like one of the okay. main one of the main. Characters. <laughs> it's one of them anime yeah. dudes. Yeah, it is one of all. It's that one is really good. Um, I've watched like the first the first couple of episodes. My son yells at me all the time because I'm not caught up. But yeah, it's yeah. All right, a couple of quick hits here. Apparently, Crime Boss Rock A City will be a Epic Game Store exclusive until June. The console versions are planned for June. Um, and it's also a budget title. Right? Yeah, it's forty bucks. That's a little weird. Yeah. Uh, it's exclusive to EGS until June 2024, uh, and the console versions will be out in June of 2023. And final... Uh, I'm going to ask a question. What is it? What is that game? I don't even know. I haven't seen it. Okay, so I'm not clear. crazy. Cool. No, like they didn't show any gameplay. They just said, here's a bunch of movie stars, and we're making a game. Which is why it feels weird that it's a budget title, because it seems like they would have a whole bunch of budget tied up in... Well, I mean, uh, let's be fair. The the celebrities are kind of D-list. You know, we got like Vanilla Ice and Danny Glover. Yeah. And, you know. I read something about it. I'll, just real quick, because I know you're trying to keep things moving. So it's, I guess they played it. It was hands-on. I don't remember what site it was. But, like, they were saying that some of the, the voice lines, the actors sounded like they were just getting a check. Like, uh, Chuck Norris apparently is like the sheriff. 
Um, and he just, I guess there was a line he repeats. He just sounds really lazy. Um, but the whole, the game is, a if you know, if you remember payday, that heist game, it's kind of like that, but you're not like, you know, robbing a bank, you're building a criminal empire. So they'll have, you'll have like different like missions out in the world for you to go and rob this person or whatever. And it's all these different shootouts and stuff. And all the celebrity people are like folks that, you know, you can interact with, like you control Michael Madsen's character. Um, I forget what the dude's name is, but he's like the main character in the game that's trying to, you know, get his come up and become a, a crime boss is what it is. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of interested. It's, but you know, there's, I think there's better stuff out or coming out, but yeah. It's weird that the only place you can play it is on Epic game store for like two months. Yeah, that I don't, I don't understand what that's about, but you know, whatever. Um, NT Creates has changed the name in the English title from Grim Guardians Demon Purge to Gal Guardians Demon Purge in the West. Yeah, because apparently there's, I don't know, something else. Grimguard Grim, Grim or Guard, something. Yeah. Weird stuff, man. I think the name fits better anyways. Yeah. I mean, like everybody forgot about that game already. Yeah, it, but I mean, like, uh, Grim Guardians was such a generic sort of name. I, I'm not trying to shit on Grimguard either. Like, I'm sure they have reasons. Um, but like, like in, in I meant lore wise. But like, you're playing as two girls that I don't. Did they ever say they were like Grim Reapers? Even. No, they're just sisters that get transported to a world yeah. to purge demons. That's the whole Also, story. I'm pretty sure Indy Creates owns Gal Gun. Yeah, they do. So, like, you know, yeah, they do. So, yeah, like, you know, just branding-wise, it makes more sense. Except this game isn't as horny as No. Gal well, Gun. we didn't, I only played a demo. No, I, I played it. For... It's not, it's not, as, I said not as. Okay. Of course, not much is as horny as Galgun. Just saying. All right, that's all the news I got. So I'm gonna quick over to the emails real quick. Uh, Rick sends us an email. He says, "Hey y'all, love the show. Keep up the good stuff." Anyway, good quick question for you. When Gold and I came back out for Game Pass, I had to look up which level was the snowy one. I friggin' love snowy levels in video games, especially FPS games. God of War Ragnarok did it very well this year. What's your favorite snowy level of all time? I love this question. That's a great question. I love question. this question. Um, so Surface, which is the level you're referring to in Goldeneye, is fantastic. Both times you go through it. Um, I don't remember what the map is called, but in the first Killzone game, uh, my friend and I played split-screen multiplayer against each other, sniping in this snowy map. It was a pretty good time. Um, but yeah, fuck Surface, man. That is one of my favorite levels in Goldeneye. This second time you go through at night, fucking killer. I try. I was trying to remember snow levels from different games, and I and I had a hard time with it. Um, the uh, intro to near ninety percent of uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh yeah, Rise of the. What about uh, the thing? The thing is all in the snow. Thing. The best, I think the best uh, snow level is the, um, 
why can't I remember the name of it from Mario 64 where you can throw the penguin off the uh, uh, cold, cold, mountain. Cold, cold mountain. Yeah, that's my favorite. Uh, great level. Yeah. Um, the Twilight Princess. The entirety uh, of Lost Planet. You know what's yeah, not actually? A- I, yeah, yeah. I was trying to think if call. anything was better than that. Like the the snow and that. Those games were awesome. Um, the, the intro to Red Dead Redemption Two. That yeah, oh yeah, that uh, one too. Yeah, yeah. No, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, but you can go back up to the mountains. But yeah, you can go yeah, back up there, yeah. but that's where it starts, and like that's that's how that game kicks off. Yep. Yeah. The DLC for uh, Horizon. Oh, the Frozen Peaks, is that what it's called? Fro- Frozen Wilds. Frozen, Frozen Wilds, Wilds. Yeah. That was yeah. great. And then what was clearly based off of that, tech-wise, is a large portion of Death Stranding. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, the snow and Death Where Stranding. Where you're building is... the legs just to make it through the snow. Dude, that oh, is my some God. of the most yeah, I'm stressful like, walking I just finished ever. that part. It may, not yes. be, it may not be the most fun but is the most realistic snow has ever been. Yeah, yeah. That, that whole sequence is crazy. And then it ends with the conversation in the little room, and then the yeah. shit gets crazy. Um, I'm looking, I looked up a list quickly to regain my memory, and honestly, a lot of them I don't know, or I know vaguely and don't remember it. Um, snow Peak Ruins in Twilight Princess. That is the dungeon where you keep going back to the room with the Yeti in it, who, like, will make you soup. Mm. One of them, honestly, has very little to do with the snow. What's interesting about that, uh, what's interesting about that dungeon is the way it's built. Um, It's just really interesting that you keep wrapping in on yourself. Oh, fuck, number one. Ten, the snow globe area, it, it takes two. Oh, God, that's so good. God damn it. That is a great choice. That's when I decided, like, oh, this game? This game's a really amazing platformer. God, I miss that I game. I need to finish that. That game is so good. Oh, that was, um, like, my, one of my top games of the year that year. It was so good. God of War. God of War God is of great War. snow level. Yeah, yeah, the snow. The snow in God of War is great. The sequence in the first Last of Us, when you first go in the cabin when Joel gets injured, that's a pretty good one. I think the first time I'm I'm just looking at photos now of snow levels and enjoying the way people take like different inspiration from it. Uh, the first time I remember seeing snow in a game is Final Fantasy VI, the intro of Final Fantasy VI, where the mechs are walking to oh, yeah. essentially a ripoff of uh, the good, the bad, the ugly music. Oh yeah, uh, Chill Penguin from some Mega Man X. <laughs> Sorry, that was not a purposeful choke. What was uh, what was the Arnold Schwarzenegger robot in Mega Man Eight? What was his name? Frostman. What man? Uh, Frostman. Was it Frostman in Mega uh, Man Eight? I can't remember. He had, he was like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like he even had the accent when you fought him. It probably was Mega Man Eight if the boss had an accent. Yeah, and then obviously Iceman because you know. Yeah, Iceman's music. a classic, but Iceman's. The stage isn't that great. (laughs) (laughs) Trigger PTSD. Oh, God, (laughs) yeah. The sound of the platform appearing and disappearing. Oh, God. That's PTSD for us us Gen Mm -hmm. Xers right there. Mm -hmm. Um, I have one more. So um, to the person that wrote this in, um, if you really like the GoldenEye level, um, in Perfect Dark, 
there is a level that takes place on a plane, and the plane crashes. And you are in a snowy area, and you are going through the remnants of planes, and you find a UFO, and this is by the time where the game has started getting really fucking weird, and into the science fiction stuff. Um, it is a fantastic level, because it's kind of a giant open area, and you're moving from objectives that are not, like, in a line. Um... I think you can actually do the objectives in sort of any order. And one of them is that you're trying to find, uh, I want to say maybe the president. I can't remember exactly which character it was. Um, but uh, you have to, you, you end up running into people that are disguised as the president too. So you have to figure out which one is the real one. A very interesting level. Um, is it the best? No, but if you like the golden eye one, it kind of recaptures that magic. Alright, uh, next email comes from Jeremy, he says, what's up guys, my gaming has taken a backseat over the last couple months to my new old obsession, Transformers. My wife got me an Optimus Prime figure from the Netflix series for Christmas, and I kind of went off the deep end, I've been having a ball with them, plus now my kids are into them, got almost 30 of them now. When I first read this, I thought he said I had almost 30 kids, I was like, god damn. <laughs> oh lord, <laughs> right. been busy. He says, right. what, what is some other hobby that has pulled you away from gaming or got that childhood fun factor going for you? Have a good one. Uh, you I know mean, what? So recently, um, mine has been, and I put some of this stuff in the chat too, has been that little AI art thing. I don't know if that's necessarily a hobby, but I've been like obsessed with it. My uh, my friend, shout out to Mr. Blacklove for giving me that app. Um it it makes some crazy shit like and like it i was being super basic because i was like you know i just wanted to see what like a black magneto would look like because that's my boy so i just typed in like you know black magneto and it gave me some different stuff and some of it like super cool looking but like if you go deep and you're like i want to see a beautiful artistic drawn highly detailed girl with red hair dancing in the sun in a style of rattle off a bunch of different artist styles and hit go you get some incredible looking artwork like it's i don't know i'm i'm i feel like every time i put something in there i'm just helping to feed skynet and hasten our destruction um by the ai overlords which is probably what's happening but it's i don't know it's kind of cool outside of that I, i collect the figures and you know funko pops and stuff as well so I don't. I don't have anything. Yeah. I mean, I'll get on movie and TV kick every now and Ripping then. Your, your real life is the hobby that takes me away from video games. Yeah, that too. I will. There you go. Unfortunately, there you go. That's not a hobby. That's Fucking... unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunately just the tether to the physical realm. Um, uh... I don't know. I've always kind of jumped between. I jump between mainly sort of two hobbies, I guess. Um, so video games and music have kind of been the, the two, um, but then I got into comics, but I wouldn't say any of it's, um, I'd say music's probably the most nostalgia driven, um, of my hobbies, uh, cause like nobody, nobody really should own Eiffel 65 on CD at all. Um, but I do. And I even own a single for blue. Um, I don't know that I would say that out loud. Uh, (laughs) I own the Hamster Dance CD. Trust me, it it got there's some there's some weird shit. Um, 
But it's like, I think that's kind of where, if we're talking like nostalgic hobbies, like, I collect comics and I like comics. Most of them are not nostalgia-driven. Um, Sonic, um, there's a couple of Spider-Man comics I'm looking for. So during the, oh god, sorry, during the, like, 90s, fucking both DC and Marvel had this great idea of, like, and I think Superman did it first. Superman had, like, four fucking series going, and the story was done weekly. So, if you were reading Superman, and you were just getting the action comics, because that was one of the ones that he was in, the story wouldn't fucking make sense. You had to buy Superman, uh, action comics, Adventures of Superman, and Superman Man of Steel to get the full story. So, the reason why I say that is Spider-Man did the same thing, where it was, like, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man... And, fuck, I don't even remember the last one. Um, and, like, if we're talking nostalgia, there is a book I read called Identity Crisis. And it's a story where Spider-Man is framed for murder. So Peter stops wearing that costume and makes four new, like, alternate identities to clear his name. Dusk, um... Well, fuck. Uh, apparently I don't remember the other characters' names, but regardless... And that was a story I borrowed from the library, so I've been trying to find those comics. Um, I think there's only, like, eight to complete the story. Um, but, like, otherwise, like, I don't collect toys. I'm not, I haven't gone back to, like, find Transformers, um, which I loved. I haven't, thankfully, I haven't bought any Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad toys. Um, cause that I don't was even know shit. what that means. So, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad... Uh, uh, was a uh, another one of those Power Rangers sort of things. It was actually made by Saban uh, as well, and it's uh, actually based off of a Japanese show, again, called Gridman this time, and uh, starred Matthew Lawrence. It's fucking terrible. It's a terrible show, but the character design of Gridman is fucking awesome, but the toys were made like shit. They're, they're toys. They were cheap plastic. The fucking one of them was a car- like the main grid man before, and you could put extra armor on him. The armor never stayed. Um, you know, I was like, I thought about buying all my old reboot toys at one point. No, why would I buy? Why would I buy them again? Um, and then Teenage Mutant Ninja. The only one that I could see myself getting into, and it would be very expensive, and I just I can't do it. And just I'd end up with way too much shit. Does anybody remember the little, like the male equivalent of Polly Pocket? Um, Max Mini, yeah, or Mighty, Max. Like Mighty, Mighty Max, Mighty Max. That's so, what it was. so, yeah. so, they, so they did basically Mighty Max versions of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and they were fucking awesome. There's some reboot ones too. And if I could get those back, I actually love the Godzilla one I had too. Those were popular for a while, where they were like, "Here's a little playset. Here's like four or five figures." But the Ninja Turtle ones were really cool because they actually could like had little holes in their hands where you could put weapons in. So you got these tiny characters that you could clearly choke on by themselves, and then even tinier weapons. For them. Just there was like, like I'm a set. losing everything. Yeah, yeah, there's a set. There was a set. Time. There was a couple sets that were just kind of like straight up, like okay, that makes sense. But then there was like one where all the 
Ninja Turtles are basketball players, and, like, you could play, like, there was a net, and there was, like, a little way to play basketball with the set. Like, you hit a button, and it shot the basketball, and you were to try to get into the hoop and shit, and that's where I could see myself getting into a very dangerous hole of buying a bunch of shit. Um, I try to stay away. I could totally see me going down that hole. Transformers, eh, I, I understand, but, like, they've released the Beast Wars figures again, and I saw the price of them, and I went, immediately went, nah, I'm good. 50 bucks for, like, a Transformer that would have been, like, 20 back in the 90s? No, 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 no. Yeah. I was never super big on Transformers. Uh, I had some as a kid, but G.I. Joe and Ninja Turtles were much higher on my list than Transformers. So Transformers is my weakness. I fucking love Transformers. I have... That's the only toys I buy. I have a sweet-ass Optimus Prime. <laughs> I have a sweet-ass Starscream from the movie with his cape sitting on the throne. Oh, have, that is awesome. I have the DeLorean Transformer. I fucking love Transformers. I'd buy all of them if I could. I wish I could get in a set of the original G1s. But Question I, for I you. I at the prices. <laughs> nah, dog. The yeah, DeLorean figure. What is that DeLorean called? Oh, I forget his name, but it wasn't as good as it should have been. Like, um, because they, I know they, they did have kind of. I did not like the series, the crossover series from IDW. Um, and I don't remember what. His name is Gigawatt, which Gigawatt. That's right. I think that's what they called him in the comic too. Yeah. I had a shirt. I had a shirt that was fan made, and they called him Marty McPrime, and that was a better name. Yes, that is. Yeah. yeah, There, there were so many better names, and Gigawatt was just like, ah, come on. All right. Let's. Oh, go ahead. I, I quickly linked a photo of the playsets that I was talking about. I remember those now that you show the picture. So totally remember. the oh, yes. one on the far left yeah. on the bottom I had, and the one on the far right I definitely had as well, with the little disc that if you fucking spun it in a certain... Like, you, you, you had to, like, crank it back, and then you would release, and it would actually shoot that disc up in the air. Um, They really yeah. put the turtles into any fucking set. Like, Maybe- oh... Make them fucking soldiers now. Make them basketball players. Tiny little, tiny little uh, toys were all the rage in that time period. They had micro machines were huge. I had a ton of micro machines. They even did it with yeah. Transformers. They did the microbots. Yeah, what? and then the headmasters. Uh, oh, headmasters. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yep. And then um, you had Monster in My Pocket, which oh, was great. God. Oh, I forgot about Monster in My Pocket. That was like before my time, but like I, I, I've seen. They even had a micro- Monsters in My Pocket NES game that was actually pretty good. Did they have a movie too? Probably. Maybe. They had a Garbage Pail Kids movie. They make a movie out of anything. It's true. Yeah. No, I'm thinking of um something else. Um, the the what was the? You know what? I've I've confused Monster in My Pocket with something completely. Anyways, uh, Monsters in My Pocket were more like the um. Muscle figures. A little bit more like that, um, yeah. Uh, what was the one that was the big monster? Because I, I realized after he's way bigger. Oh, um, I, uh, the, 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 multi, the multicolored My pet monster. monster. My pet monster. My pet, My monster. pet yeah. monster. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, I, had one that of I had one of those. I never had I Monster in My Pocket. These would have been so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, the, mon- the Monster in My Pocket were, were pretty cool. They, you had like a little Dracula guy or 
Um, spring heeled jack. I still actually have a spring heeled jack monster in my pocket upstairs. What the fuck are the like, dude? I'm so upset because that. You know what? There's another one. The, all the little mo- old like figures like this. There was a bunch that were like fake Power Rangers and stuff. All yep. these old like muscle and like some of them are definitely just muscle figures that they put in like gumball machines. Yep. Fuck yeah, gumball. those were another one. Gumball machines back then had actually halfway decent stuff in them. So and I now, used to try and... to collect all the NFL helmets of the gumball oh, machines. Oh yeah, I had a whole bunch of baseball helmets. And now, like to buy like characters like like or like, figures like this, they're so expensive. All right, let's do the tweets and get out of here. Uh, Shogun says, I'm really trying to stick with Atomic Heart. I keep putting it down, but something keeps me coming back to that game. I understand all the criticism, but I'm really having a good time exploring the world and gaining new abilities. I just made it out of the first underground area. Oof, you way early. That's a, that's a hefty little game. I have I have quit. Eh, you know, it happens. Yeah, yeah I hate to uh, say it. I decided uh, it wasn't for me. I haven't gone back because every time it updated, I was like, well, I'm not doing this then, am I? <laughs> it just did another patch yesterday of 30 games. Yeah, <laughs> eat, eat my whole ass, you fucking... Like, <laughs> fuck. Like, oh, I'll go play this. Oh, it needs an update. Well, I guess I'm not then. Yeah, they they kind of they kind of shit the bed with updates at the beginning. They were doing way and, too many. And, like, I'm sure some of them definitely fixed some stuff, but I haven't, like, run into, like, major issues where I'm like, oh, God. No, it's fine. Right? I don't know. It's it just one of those, like, fucking stop updating. Can I... And then it's like, well, you can't play this without an update. Thanks. Uh, per Perfidy says, what's up, fellas? Hope you all are having a wonderful Sunday, and I hope that this tweet catches you guys in time. So far, I've finished Atomic Heart, whoa long, and now waiting on Lies of P. So far, 2023 has been a solid game-wise for me, and I'm loving every minute. By the way, have you guys played Merge and Blade? If not, I highly recommend it. Trust me. I have not yet, although I what keep thinking that? about it. So, what is? It? Oh wait, that's the that's the uh, the Game Pass game. Never mind. I know what it is. Is okay. it like a two D? I haven't played it. Like dungeon something i thought i saw a video of it. No, it, it it almost it's looks a puzzle like game. yeah it's like a puzzle game okay oh it's like tetris isn't it like tetris but you have a little like, bit yeah but you a but it's bit, like a yeah. war like a war I'm, battle right i'm sorry what is this merge, yeah. and, blade. merge and blade it's on game pass i believe it's like it a, is, yeah. it's like you do the tetris pieces and then they battle each other like um like what advanced wars fuck? kind of fighting or something is that the game I'm thinking of? Interesting. Yes, sir. I believe it is. I haven't played it myself, but I've seen um, gameplay from a couple of people on Twitter. Uh, but I just, I'm just not in the mood for a puzzle game. But it does sound like what you're describing. Okay. Yeah, I think I saw a video because I think I got it confused with Mount and Blade, which is a way yeah, different game. Yeah, that. that's whoa, way different. <laughs> not, no, no. Yeah, it's not that. <laughs> okay. Because when they first said it was coming to Xbox Game Pass, I'm like, oh, that that third person like. Multiplayer game, okay, that's fine. And I'm like, oh wait, no, this is a different game. They're running out of names to call video games. It's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at Switch. Lord, they they just had throw words together and put them games out. Like Outer Worlds, Outer Wilds, like released within like two months of each other. I'm like, come on, man. Don't do this. 
Yeah, 2023 is is crazy. Like, I was like, when I played uh, Hogwarts, I was like, this came out last year, didn't it? Because I was like, because this might be on my game of the year if it's not. I'm like, oh no, that came out in 2023 too. Because fuck it, everything's coming out in 2023. It's going to be awesome. Yep. Like, I don't know how I'm going to pick 10 games this year, period. Like, it's going to be hard. I don't know. Like, Mortal Kombat 12 is coming out. Legend of Zelda is coming out. Street Fighter 6 is coming out. Diablo is coming out. Like, that's the stuff that's not out yet. Right. <laughs> like, I could already give you 10 games of 2023 that are awesome. Forgot about Mortal Kombat. Jeez. Yep. Dude, there's like, what is it, like three big fighting games this year? Um, if Tekken makes it, and then Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Like, that's, that's insane. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff this year. Like, there's there's something for everybody, and yeah, it's going to be crazy. For real. I don't even know how I'm going to do it, man. I don't know. Like, what's my game of the year? Well, it's Mortal Kombat. Math. You know, meth. That's how you'll be able to get time. <laughs> meth. Never sleep again. Just do some meth. We already had Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah. We got Spider-Man coming. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. that is this year, ain't? Fucking Starfield is out this year. Yep, it's gonna be a crazy year, man. God, damn. We have to split stuff up. Like action adventure. You know, like we have to categorize this. There's so much. Oh my god! 2023 is the year. Is like, yep, COVID. This this is the this is the result of COVID. Like everything that yeah. got delayed. Here you go. You could just have it. Yep. Hope you got some money. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Thank Jesus for Game Pass, and it's the whole reason I want the Activision deal to go through, so I don't have to pay for Diablo. <laughs> Yeah, well. Man, me too. <sighs> anyway, that is the show for this week. If you want to tweet at us, it's at ZTGD Podcast. If you want to send us emails, podcasts at ZTGD.com. If you're inclined to follow us on Twitter, I'm at ZTGD. Ryan's at WombatRP, and Terrence is at Lord Magnus. Anthony, again, he's not on the Twitter. You don't want no part of that insanity. Uh, you can check I'm out not on Facebook, so that should just tell you kind of where I lie. Dude, um, I ain't been on Facebook in years. That thing was just ugh. It, but I mean, I'm, like, it's just... Uh, I have a Facebook, and I'm never on there ever. Nope. I don't use Facebook, period. Don't. If you want to talk to me, first of all, make better decisions. <laughs> Choose better people to talk to. Second, like, don't. Um, Phoenix Down uh, should be wrapping up like a dragon in a couple episodes, maybe. I, I don't know, man. I really, I really think they should just jump into the next fucking. I don't even know what they're moving on to once they're done. Oh, he told me, and I forgot. Yeah, I, I Drew says a lot of things. I, I just don't remember. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm sure, it's something that has some Game Pass quests, though. Uh-huh. That we can be as sure of. That we can be sure of. Um, but no, that's uh. That hurts that you're probably right. I, I know, right? Know that. Like, <laughs> my dude, my dude <laughs> loves his Microsoft rewards, man. Uh, we were talking about like 
Game Pass or whatever the motherfucker was like. Oh, I'm just not gonna say anything because you know how I. He's like, then I made fun of him. He's like, I just want to say that I haven't paid for Game Pass once. Like, okay, that's always his thing. He's like, I, I want you to know I've never paid for Game Pass. And what the funny part is, and I don't know if this is true, but I think it's true. He actually he actually hasn't paid for it yet. Like, he's got all those points banked in his account, which for me would make me nervous. Like, as as unreliable as that app is. I would be afraid they were going to... Like, I spend my points as soon as I get them. Like, I never have a balance. Like, just just spend them motherfuckers. But, like, okay. he has, like, a boatload of them sitting there. Like, what happens if that server crashes and he loses all those at some point? Like, all that time be he mad. spent... Playing Paw Patrol I, and all this, that. This sounds cruel, but do you know how happy that would make me? All his Dang, fucking man. bullshit... About, like, no, no, you just got guys don't understand while we're insisting, like, your time is more valuable. Your time is really more valuable now because you got nothing. Oh, oh, all that Paw Patrol. All that fucking Bing searching he does. He chooses Bing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's, It's so crazy to me. Like, I literally, like, I do the same thing. I pay for Game Pass with my rewards points, so I kind of do, like, the bare minimum. And I literally turn on the auto-renewal, so every month it just automatically, if I have the amount of points for the Game Pass, it just takes them and puts it on that. Like, it just does it automatically. So I don't even have to think about it. And if it doesn't have it, it just moves over to the next month. So, and that way, I don't have any points sitting in my account, and it, it you know, it loads up a, a month of Game Pass every now and then. Like once a month. And I spend maybe... That's the way to do it. I mean, I spend maybe 30 minutes a week doing the rewards. So it's not hateful. And let's be fair, when I'm at work, I work from home. I can do my... my, I can play my solitaire game while I'm working. Are you playing Paw Patrol? No, I did not play Paw Patrol. Yeah, that's where the difference lies. Like, the the quest this week... This is not... The quest this week was burn 30 items in Overcooked 2, and I immediately said, nah, I'm good. Uh, to be clear, <laughs> I have I think it's great that Paw Patrol is on Game Pass. I oh, 100%. Think it's great yeah. for, like, I love the fact that like Game Pass does not just cater to gamers in that sense. Um, I'm just making fun of Drew specifically, because this motherfucker will say, like, it's worth it because I save a couple bucks, but he has to spend the time downloading it, time playing it, and he can say, well, it was just five minutes. It ain't just five minutes. Dude, we spent, I think we spent an hour total doing that stupid Madden quest because he asked me to do fucking, that with him. Yeah, he fucking broke you into that shit. And I was like, oh, like it, it needs to be the Xbox One version. Remember that. Oh, yeah, and it was last year's Xbox One version, not even this year's. Man. <laughs> I just like, like the last day you could do the quest. I was like, Drew, are we doing this? Because if not, I'm gonna go play a good game. You know, right. Drew's, not even, Drew's not even here to defend himself. They all <laughs> knife him in the alleyway. <laughs> right. Just, oh, I knifed man. him in the alleyway to his face, though. All right. Like, it's, <laughs> even if he was here, this conversation would be going on like he was. <laughs> oh yeah, I, they, he's they, a good man who makes poor decisions <laughs> with his time, not his saying. money. Yeah. Oh shit! Anyway. Fifteen dollars or 
fucking 30 minutes a week playing shit I don't want to play. Oh, he spends a lot more than thirty minutes. I spend. Yeah, I know he does. I'm being. I'm being generous. Yeah, no, I spend thirty minutes a week, which is nothing. That man, he he does do like the Bing searches every day. Like that's crazy. Like you got to do like twenty of them per day, I think. And it ain't hard. That, like you yeah, can search. Just Bing search for the number one. Bing search for the number two. Bing search for the number three. Literally, that's what you do. <laughs> you you search like you type a letter and then it'll autofill and then you just keep autofilling. Yeah. Nice. Oh, anyway, that's it for the show this week. Lots of games to talk about, and we haven't even got started. Twenty twenty three is going to be the. It's going to be crazy, y'all. Anyway, that's it from us. We're out of here. Peace, bitches. Alrighty, and it goes something like this. <laughs>